Hello, and did you just suck your finger? <laughs> yes, but how did you tell that that was the sucking finger noise? <laughs> I mean... I got hot chocolate on it. Okay. What did you expect like, me to do? Why did you ASMR it right next to the microphone, like, like lovingly sucking off your finger? It was so weird. Okay, well, that's staying in the podcast. Uh, do, do the intro proper now. I did the intro proper. Drama mats, their finger banging his mouth. Fucking dirty boy. I didn't even think about the fact that you'd hear that. And yet... Yeah, here we are. I have never been more happy that I am partially deaf. <laughs> I'm allowed to make those jokes, it's fine. Okay, <clears throat> please, if everyone could please refrain from sucking on any of their fingers for the next, like, or few, Or like, anything, I think we should expand that out to mm, to just body parts in general. Just just don't suck on any body parts for, just, like, the next hour. Yeah. It'd be nice. Okay, oh. in an hour, I'll start sucking. Yep. <laughs> we'll be like, oh yeah, and this is like, the, you know, I, I, I feel that, you know, there are some flaws in the communist... <laughs> Oh, it only took 94 episodes for the <laughs> intro to completely break down. Just... I'm surprised it lasted this long. Do you want, do you want to just do, do the intro now? Yeah, okay. To, to <clears throat> it's going to feel so fake now. It's going to feel very The fake. whole time I'm saying I'm just going to be like, imagine Grandma at slow motion <laughs> sucking his finger. Anyway. <clears throat> but that's when the podcast officially begins. Like, we're on our own time right now. Even if it goes up, this is not this is not technically the podcast yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. That's how that yeah. works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It's episode 94 of the podcast. Fucking whatever. No, I'm going to do it properly. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Fucking, you messed it up there. No, you just carry on, don't mind me. I, I try not to. Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and I don't suck my own fingers on fucking Mike. Wib, how are you? Are your fingers suckable? My fingers are very dry right now. Yeah, I bet you want to put them in your mouth and give them the old sucky sucky. They could do with being more moist. Oh yeah. Drama, how about your dry bony fingers? Do they need moisture? (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I had a vague, I had a vaguely related question to ask, but now it seems completely unrelated after all of that. No, ask the question. I need to return to normalcy. <laughs> okay. Is it? I don't know if it's normal, but I just in terms of whether I should feel good or bad about myself. So, just before we recorded, I popped downstairs to make a drink, as you two are aware, and I thought oh, I'll make a hot chocolate. It's a cold day, and I put it in the microwave, and I microwave my milk because. That's disgusting. Um, well, but the alternative is to get a pan out and turn a hob on and warm the milk that way, which just seems insane. Uh, it's a bit Amish, but that's how I so, was raised. It's not tea. I'm allowed to do it in the microwave. Okay. But I was warming it up, and at the end, the microwave dinged. I got it out, and it said, enjoy your food. And I said, and I said almost out loud, I just stopped myself saying, ha, joke's on you, microwave. It's a drink, not food. <laughs> and I don't know whether I should feel good about that or not. 
I have literally had arguments with my kitchen utensils. Dude, get on my level. Excellent. Okay, I feel pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no, I, I ain't going to judge you for that. Snark right, your good. microwave. That's fine. I literally told Excellent. a joke to my fucking bookshelf the other day and then slapped my knee laughing at my own joke. <laughs> All right, okay, I feel pretty good now. Thanks. <laughs> That's what. That's the snipe and whip guarantee. After listening to us, you'll feel great about your own life, no matter how much of a fucking weirdo you are. Are you the? Are you a copious finger sucker? Well, solidarity to you, I guess. That's what this podcast is really about. Finger sucking oh solidarity. Oh god, Dramat's going to choke on all those fingers he's sucking. Oh no. How are you, snipe? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think we're past that now, honestly. Yeah, I think, you know... We're... I do not believe that the human language has the ability to to give any kind of words to how I'm feeling, but thank you for the uh, the ask anyway. Okay, you know what, this, this has not been the smoothest beginning to this <laughs> no. podcast. But you know what? I'm I'm living for it. I'm okay with it. You know I think yeah, I think this yeah. is this is what we're just going to be from now on. Is just this <laughs> n- non-cohesive ramble. I mean, yeah. I know we kind of have been that since the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but, but there was literally like a pretense like of knowing what we're doing before. Yeah, we at least we at least lied to ourselves about it, and I think <laughs> I just, never did. We've just stopped that. We, nah. we we've given up with the lies, and I hope you're okay with that, listeners. Listeners, are you there? No, not anymore. Not after the finger sucking. Uh, so, Matt, now that you are free of the burden of being listened to by literally anyone, tell us what foul, depraved things you've been doing. What have you been putting in your mouth lately? Well, when you're not sassing your microwave. I have been playing a new Switch game that I bought for myself because it was on quite a good offer. I've been is playing. It's also about trains. It is not about trains. No. We did get a couple of recommendations for train games, and I have resisted. I got one on <laughs> now. Steam like, on stream last night. Oh, nice! What did I you was, get? It was for you two. You boring pricks. Was someone, it that one where someone it's... was like, "Oh, uh, by the way, uh, like Train Simulator and all its DLC is like on in, like on a sale." On I'm Steam. sure it's on sale. And there's forty seven thousand DLCs for it, and it costs you twelve thousand pounds. Yeah, <laughs> but I was I did say that I was going to tell you. So okay, I think uh, and I, I know per- that if you were millionaires, you'd definitely. Play I, I it. personally think Train Simulator is like a step too far for me. I, I basically just want to build train sets, really. Yeah, I'm more into the building the train sets and the driving the trains. But yeah, I'm not uninterested. But yeah, what have you been doing? Um, I've been playing, and I was going to write down the exact title because I can't for the life of me <laughs> oh, what good. it was. It's Mario with rabbits, etc. Is what I've got written down. It's, oh, it's yeah, called like thing. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle or some Kingdom Hearts 3D. Mm, completely nonsense title. But Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle is its name. Yes. Yeah, well, the game is exactly as opposite as to how good its name is, in that the name is shite. The game is excellent. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm very, very... It's... So, I mean, people seem to know what Rabbids are, but I, I don't I, really remember, because they're like... They're basically they're, Ubisoft minions. Yeah, they're minions, but they were around before minions made minions... You know, before forty-year-old women started posting minions on Facebook and being like super racist, yeah. yeah. I personally like the ones that talk like it's a minion beam, but it kind of talks about like their divorce and depression. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck, Janet? But 
Yeah, Rabbid seemed to be... Like, even Ruth knew. I mentioned it to Ruth, and she's like, oh, yeah, those those Ubisoft things. And I was like, do you even know what Ubisoft is? She's like, no, but I know it's somehow <laughs> involved in Rabbids. I was like, why do you know that? Okay, so, okay, Ruth, okay. okay. fuck? Okay, so the... We ra- need to talk about this. The Rabbids are a minor thing that happened in a Rayman game. And right. they were really popular... I presume with children. I've never met an adult. <laughs> and that is... Facebook mums that are like, huh, you want a minimum wage? <laughs> you can't have one. Um, Minions. And... <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm, um, a, I'm, a, I'm a Facebook meme generator. I'm terrific. Uh, but yes, the, the Rabbids were like a minor character from a Rayman thing. I think it was like a party game they released and they were just like the weird little extra characters for it. Yeah, I don't think they were... And then they sort of spun off into their own games because they were more popular than Rayman. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Rayman has, like, that 12-year-old boy English haircut, so I get why Rabbids are more, like, (laughs) popular. You know that 12-year-old boy haircut? Where, like, Um, where when we were at school, when all the boys had, like, bleached hair, and they'd always have, like, really, like, cardboard fringes. Oh, yeah, 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 I had that. I think it depends a lot on which version of Rayman you're, you're looking at as well. The one with had, the cardboard hair. Because he's had quite a few different haircuts over the years. Uh, I don't think so. He's, he's famous least... for having different haircuts. He's <laughs> like sure... a footballer. I'm sure he's had at least two. I, I, I... I mean... Maybe Any... I'm misremembering. I he is a man are... made of balls. I try not he to is, think he about is it. A, he is a... So I just remember that gif I showed you before. The uh, My ideal man. Your ideal man is made of ball. I have a gif for you, dude. I showed it to Wib before the fucking recording. I'm not sure I want to see it, to be honest. It's a man farting out his own balls. Oh, I don't want to see it. It's, it's somehow more and less than you imagine. <laughs> it's like the camera anyway, is set up anyway, in like a bathroom. I don't think we should dwell on this. I want to, because I have suffered and everyone else must suffer. It's like a camera set up in a bathroom and this guy runs into shot, completely stark naked. He's so excited, obviously. Yeah, and he like flings his leg up on the side and like parts his butt cheeks and then he's like, and then like his balls like, it goes in like slow motion and his balls like are very, they're very liquidy balls, kind of just splorch out of his butthole. And, and just swing smack in his boner because he'd stuffed his balls yeah, I, up his bottle. Yeah, yeah, I presumed like the fact that they came out of there at some point they were put in. Yeah, <laughs> or um, maybe they weren't, and that's the true horror. And as they co- as they come, maybe out, he woke up like that. And he was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I must record again. this." <laughs> it's happened again. And yeah, they're, they're... it's like sleep paralysis, but it's sleep balls and asses. <laughs> in slow motion, it, in slow motion, it turns out that balls are oddly liquid looking. It's, yeah. it's a thing that I, I have learned today. Uh, Matthew, please Good. talk about this video game. So Mario with rabbits and. Is the video game of the equivalent of that gif I saw? It's okay, not, let's, no, let's try it's and a, keep on the rails here. It's a, it's a it's a surprisingly good game. It's um for those who don't know, it was released like two years ago or something because that's how with the times I am. Um, and it's basically XCOM or the new um the new I'm X- sorry yeah no 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 genuinely it's the new that the new XComs. I don't know because I never played any of the old ones. So the X uh, enemy unknown XCOM two the other subtitle. Um, <laughs> oh, my but it is almost game. it is almost exactly gameplay wise. I want to say a rip off. I don't know if Ubisoft made XCOM. Like, so I guess if they did, it's not a rip off. But it is almost gameplay wise. It's XCOM, but with Mario and Rabbids for some reason. But you know what? It's very good. It's obviously for children. 
and but that's kind of fine. But it's got like surprisingly more depth than you'd think it would have for saying it's it's XCOM for kids. Um, and you like you go around all the levels and you you know you level up your characters and you've got like um, skill trees and different weapons you can buy them and you've got different team set setups and different characters. There's like all the Mario characters and then there's like rabid Mario and rabid Luigi and rabid version of them. I remember Rabid Peach being a big thing for a while. Yeah, she's like a diva and takes selfies, you, I guess. You can still find um, little figures of of Rabid Peach, like, fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just didn't sell for some reason. Yeah, I, I mean... Why. yeah, Possibly because it's mildly horrifying. <laughs> it's mildly, mildly horrifying. Just because well, Rabbids are horrifying? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Them. But it's yeah, the, the game itself is like... Yeah, I've... Re- I tell you, I was trying to find out how long I played for, and on the Switch, you can see how long you've played games for. But for reasons known only to Nintendo, you can't see how long you've played a game for if you've owned the game for less than ten days. What? <laughs> yeah, if you look, if you try and look how long you played the game for, it says you've owned this game for five days. You're like, good. How long have I played it for? Like, nope, can't find that out until ten days has gone, and then it goes from saying you bought this game, or I can't remember the exact phrasing, but you got this game nine days ago, to you've played this game for this many hours. So, Do you ever feel like and, Nintendo's decisions are like part of some big ARG and if we ever put all the clues together we'll find the Ark of the Covenant or something? Yeah, I also feel I mean, like they yeah. just don't fucking think about what they're doing. <laughs> Nintendo is like a weird kid in the corner just doing their own thing and everyone just kind of leaves them alone because they because they, they Because like they keep making really good games some, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they, they put out these really high quality games but they do so in the weirdest way possible. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, I want to hate them but yeah. But yeah, it's a, if you want, if you've got a Switch and you want XCOM but without the sort of aliens and worldly threat and you're just in the Mushroom Kingdom and faffing about with, like, fridges that have been turned to rabbits and giant pants and other stupid rabbit stuff. It's, yeah, it's a good game. I've really enjoyed it. I've spent, I've not really had much of a life since I bought it because I keep get, I get <laughs> home from work and then I was like, okay, I'm going to do some painting, I'm going to be productive or I'm going to do this thing and I just end up sitting down, oh, I'll just play one level and then I end up going, oh, well, now it's bedtime. Okay. <laughs> and I've done that basically every night of the week for this whole week. It's ridiculous. See, it's gonna get at the at the ten days. It's gonna get to that. You, know, you like you have played this for ten days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just gonna change from you bought this ten days ago to you've played ten days, <laughs> ten days of it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it, and I got it for like a tenner, and I've definitely oh, nice. played it for more than ten hours already. And I think well, I'm like, I mean, you played it for ten days. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, and a day is longer than an hour, as yeah, we've previously like, it's established. Like a day is at least. As half as long as an hour. It is, yes. Mm. Mm. At least. But yeah, mm. it is a good game. I'm not sure if that's news to anyone because I feel like you probably either played it at the time or you don't care and you're never going to play it. <laughs> or but... you have never thought about it again yeah. since you saw an advert for it. Yeah, but Same. it's... Considering, you know, Rabbids, it's it's a surprisingly entertaining game and I, I, I actually recommend if you've got a Switch. Okay, no worries. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but that that is basically taken up my entire life. Last <laughs> that, that is your life. Yeah, pretty much. So, Wib, do you have anything more sensible to talk about? Uh, I have a few things. Uh, one thing I should probably mention, because we totally forgot to say it uh, at the start, but since <laughs> um, no one's listening, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Um, it's which, just perfunctory. It's perfunctory. Uh, but... I'm listening. I'm listening. I want to know. 
Uh, but just so everyone knows, um, at the end of this podcast... After the questions. After the questions and everything, uh, we are going to be talking about the rise of Skywalker. Yep. Which is... Full spoiler cast, but we will not be mentioning it or spoiling anything before that at all. Yeah. So, like, and after it's... the questions, yeah. we'll be like, okay... This is the point of no return. If you don't want spoilers, okay. And then we'll go into it. Nothing else extra will be at the end. It's, it'll just be the discussion about the movie. Yeah, so you're not going to miss out. And I know it's been out for a few weeks, but we thought it's probably best to still put that at the end. Because if you still haven't seen it, then it'd be a real pain in the ass to have to skip forward mm. to miss everything. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah. Um, because yeah, we went to go see it. Uh, but uh, apart from that, I have done a few things. Uh, first up, you mentioned painting earlier. I finished my year-long project of doing the painting log videos on my side channel. Yes, yeah, and you've been you've been going hard at that, and you won. I won. He yes. won. I won. Uh, I. He's I, waiting for his uh, commemorative plaque from uh, James Workshop any day now. <laughs> if okay. you don't count the sisters, which I don't for reasons, because <laughs> um, half of mine. <laughs> Well, you, we don't know who's going to be painting them. It's fine. Yeah. And as long um, as you don't know, they technically don't belong to you, so they don't count. Um, okay. Well, if I was never fine. going to paint them, then I can't count them. Exactly. So, um, but anyway, yeah, so I, I painted uh, 59 miniatures in the entire year, which is immensely good for me. Um, and yeah, so that's that. Uh, the last one of that year is all up on uh, on my channel now, on Wibda's stuff. Um, I am going to be doing it again this year, but I'm going to be doing it every two months because I want to put out a few more like non-painting log videos on my side channel as well. And even though the side cha- the um, the painting logs are pretty low, like effort for what has to put them together, it does still like take out like a full day of like doing stuff for them because I've got to like write the script for it and film everything and then edit it all together it's, it takes a remarkable amount of time for something that's a nothing sort of video oh um, they're not nothing yeah they're cool well I mean, I mean that I they're, like, they're like I mean that they're like compared to like <laughs> fucking codex compliant they're, they're yeah just, okay like, yeah um and it, t- it takes a surprising amount of time not least because I, I was just I decided I'm going to film a little intro on every single one of these so I've got to get all the cameras set up and everything. <laughs> yeah, but you're just, not allowed to stop doing those because they're great. Because I've st- just been doing them now so I've just got to keep including them because yep. that's just part of the format now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in fairness, it is actually not... Uh, th- those kind of videos are quite good um, for getting used to just getting on... Um, like, switching it on really quickly. Um, mm. Whether you're doing voiceover or being on camera because they're just kind of quick little things. I don't, like, do, like, multiple takes of things unless I need to. Um, so I'll just kind of roll through them as quick as possible. And that's really helped with doing stuff for the main channel as well, because now I'm just used to doing that. So, hmm, you know, rec- uh, recording voiceover doesn't take anywhere near as long because I'm just like, ah, it's fine. Like, I'm just kind of confident in my own takes because of doing what like effectively i made 12 fucking mini scripted videos in a year so you know yeah. that that'll help with that kind of shit um but yeah that's all up there um it's going to be every two months this year um i have already nearly painted five minis because um i decided to start batch painting some death company intercessors um and i kind of avoided batch painting um 
last year for the most part because I'm quite a slow painter, so it can quite often take me like a solid month to do that kind of thing, um, to paint like a full squad. And that meant that if I didn't quite make it, then I'd have nothing to show mm, at the end of the month. Okay, yeah. So I would avoid doing it because I knew it was it was a bit of a gamble for me whether I'd actually like do it. Uh, I didn't really realise that I was doing this until the end. Um, also, some things I just find really tedious to paint five times in a row. Um, yeah, yeah. Even if you're doing it all at once. So I end up just kind of bit, doing bits and bobs here and there. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've nearly um, finished like my first five minis. So that's that's quite fun. Plus Death Company Intercessors are just silly things and I like them. And they were just made from random fucking intercessors we had lying around. So they didn't cost me anything, which is the best kind of Warhammer squad. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, I have done some video games. Nice. I, f- I finished the main story of Fallout New Vegas. Oh, good. I remember you were having some trouble with that. Um, yeah, I didn't... Like, morally. Yeah, I didn't really know... I wasn't really sure the best way to go. I mean, obviously I wasn't going to go with the Legion and um, the player stats, like on the achievements, bear out that only 3% of people have ever sided with the Legion because they're <laughs> fucking fascists. Fuck them. <laughs> um, but I... Because um, Fallout New Vegas is a quite well-written game, uh, basically, every every option that you can take has like reasons why it, you wouldn't like the NCR. Like, even though they're they're sort of positioned as the you know the lesser of two evils when it comes to them in the Legion, it's like yeah, they're still like just wanting to recreate the modern United States and like all of the downsides of that and they're pretty fucking colonial like so it's like mm, like that's 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 not good they they just move into places and fucking annex them like that's that's not great <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah it left to like a thing where i was like i don't know what the best thing to do is like so in, in the end i went for the option where you fucking murder the capitalist and steal his army and then tell everyone to fuck off because they're all bad. Huh. Um, and I was like, "Is because that just seemed like the least bad option at the time. <laughs> and it was like, ah. And then I got an achievement that said, no gods, no masters. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's probably right for me then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, okay. I can't remember what I did. Is I haven't played that game for a long time. Mm. Um, I haven't gone and done the DLC yet. Um, because I, because basically of a thing that I'll talk about in a second. Um, but I sort of wanted to do the main storyline before I went off and did something else for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and then I, and then I can come back and kind of just do the extra bits. Um, what I will say is that, yeah, the, I really enjoyed the writing of New Vegas. Um, I totally get why people hold it in such high regard. Uh, the actual video game part of it is jank as fuck. And I have had mm-hmm. it crash many more times, including the, uh, infinite loading glitch which is quite a fun one uh, where you have to start up a new game because otherwise your game will never ever load it'll just be stuck on the loading screen forever and if you start a new game and then load whilst you're in the new game then you can get into your actual save file oh good um which is good um but i i despite the actual video game part of it being really janky like the writing and the moral choices in it i do really enjoy because there is like as i say there there wasn't like a clear cut 100% this is the right option 
it's not like I, I can't remember if I mentioned this here. I think I think I might have been on live stream. I said like in Fallout Four to me, it was like when I was looking at the the different options you could take. It was like, well, I'm going to go with the railroad because everyone else is a prick. Mm. Um, and, like, the railroad are, well, they're literally a parallel to, like, the people that, like, got slaves out of shit in America. Like, so, yeah, I sided with the railroad and didn't regret it for a second. Whereas, like, with this, um, despite, you know, the Legion are obviously, like, fucking awful. And, and if you legit side with them, I'm very worried about you. Um but, like, the rest of the options or the kind of groups that exist, most of them have, like, a thing where you're like, yeah, I mean, like, you're well-meaning, but, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, there's something a bit off about them where they just have to be dicks for no reason. <laughs> um, But, yeah, and that, that sort of led to an interesting thing where I'm like, I'm not, I, I legit didn't know what was the right thing for the wasteland. Um, and I think that's that's cool to uh, to explore that. Um, and I'm probably going to go and try and get the other, the other endings as well, like just to see how the different ones play out. But I did really like how at the end it showed like it, like all the little factions and things and how they did from the option that you picked. Um, for the most part, my no gods, no masters ending seemed to go quite well for people. Um, they were like, ah, yeah, this 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 is fine. I mean. It turned out that uh, the, the uh, was it followers of the apocalypse. I always forget if it's followers or children of the apocalypse. I think it's followers of the apocalypse. Uh, they, I think they, you're getting them confused with children of the atom. Possibly. Um, that they were like, mm, yeah, a lot of people are getting injured uh, the way you've done things, and we are overloaded. This is bad. Um, but apart from that, everything else was mostly fine. So you know, given that it's Fallout, I consider that to be a net win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'll go and do the DLCs now. Um, but yeah, that's not, not be, now. Uh, we need you. Well, not not literally now. <laughs> Although, would would that make the podcast more or less coherent if one of us was literally just playing a video game the whole time? I mean, I'm on Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't on Twitter there. It's important. I'm talking about that emu toy I found the other day. Oh, that is very important. Um, but yeah, Fallout New Vegas, good game. No one needs to be told that. Um, I uh, but uh, the reason why I stopped playing it was so that I could play Disco Elysium. Ooh, okay. Uh, which our friend and mod Plasma Dragon uh, gifted to us for Christmas. So thank you very, very much. He just had a birthday as well. Happy birthday. Yes, it was just his birthday. Oh, so happy, happy birthday. birthday to him. Yeah. Um, now, Disco Elysium is... I've only played like the first like hour and a half of it so far. But I totally get the hype. How many communisms have you done? Uh, it's like six or seven. Okay. Um... <laughs> Six or seven bits of communism, or six or seven entire communism? That is an interesting question. Um, interesting philosophical question, yeah. I did at one point. So, um, so basic thing of the game is that it is a, like, kind of police RPG, like a detective okay. RPG. And it's the structure of it is fundamentally very similar to a point-and-click adventure game. It does remind me of the old ones. Mm. There was a point at which I went up to a girl who was, out, who was outside a bookshop, like... Um, basically being a salesman for it and you ask her like well, why are you out here in the cold and she's like oh you know my mum's my inside and I, i've got to come out here and help sell books and you and you go Isn't to she her like seven uh, i think she's like 11 and well, you better. and you say to her one of the, the options you can say to her is like okay basically okay you shouldn't be standing outside outside like this i'll be right back i'm gonna go and collapse the free market <laughs> 
And she's like, okay. And then you go, you go inside and basically um, talk to the mother about how she is exploiting her child. I mean, she is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it works. Now, um, the real, like, you know, a... A video game that has a moral choice thing um, is is nothing new. Uh, the parts that make it interesting, aside from the whole kind of detective aspect, is a couple of things. One, it is um, the most... The video game that is designed primarily to annoy those people that think that video games shouldn't be political. Which is in itself mm. incredibly fucking political. It's a very political stance. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, oh, well, but, maybe it's not about politics. No, it's just about people being made uncomfortable. Um... But uh, this is a very political game. I mean, the fact that I literally had an inner voice come to me and say, so you want to restart communism on your own, do you? Um, and you, and you, go, you can say, like, I mean, I've said a few left-wing things. Like, it's not that bad. I'm like, no, no. reply with eat the rich. <laughs> it, actually, that is one of the things. It sits there and goes, you've been all about saying, like, smash the state, eat yeah. the rich, yeah. kill everyone that earns over $5 a month, you know? <laughs> I don't think I've said everything. And you sit there and you go, I mean, I haven't said those exact things, no. <laughs> is that like your id paraphrasing? Yeah, because this is, the, oh, well, like, is... aside from the politics aspect, uh, because you can just be a fascist as well, that's actually one of the tickers you can have. And, and there's, there's like, you can go down more middle-of-the-road liberal as well if you want. And you can, you don't have to do any one of these. It's like just you, as you're going, you pick whatever you want. And it just gives you a little counter of how much you've done each thing. Um, but the thing that makes it really interesting is that your character wakes up with amnesia, and I know that doesn't sound like an interesting plot point because that is mm. the plot point of about 60% of all fiction, but what makes it interesting is that you are constantly having a dialogue with various bits of your personality. So the game starts with you talking to your reptilian hindbrain um, as you are unconscious, and it's basically like you don't want to, you don't want to get up, stay in the nothingness with me. And hmm. eventually, you you wake up and you you basically gradually finding out about your character's backstory and about the things they've done, um, whilst having these conversations with different bits of your personality. Like I, uh, and there's parts that you can get who are more prominent depending on how you build your character because you can make a custom character with different stats. But there's like three archetypes you can pick. And I pick the one that's like the educated man. Um, so like when people start talking about the fictional world that we're in, like the history of it, I'll occasionally get basically my knowledge chime in and go, oh, that town is just a town over and it's had a really, you know, it suffered really badly under the recent war or what have you. It'll, it'll like spark, uh, chime in with things like that. But also like your your logic will chime in when it's something like that or like your empathy will chime in and you'll have like a conversation with it um, mm. to try and define how, what you're supposed to be doing. And you sort of, it's basically based around those little arguments you kind you can have with yourself. I'm not a fan of those. They always make me feel bad. It's, <laughs> I get that, but it's... Because it's always like, oh, what was I? I saw a great description once where it was like, the first thing you say in your, basically... The first thing your head pops into your head is basically what society has like told you to kind of how how like you've been taught to react. Yeah, and it's then a reactionary. The secondary thing. one is you. Mm. 
And the amount of arguments I have in my own head about that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's based a lot on that and you trying to define who, like, because as you find out more about your character's backstory, you're defining who you want to be, who you want this character to be, whether it's what this, whether you want to try and, like, be who that person was or if you want to be a better version of who they are. And it's really interesting. And uh, I'll put it this way. It is a game that I got what I've got one game over in so far. And that was basically because my character had an existential crisis because they just didn't want to be a cop anymore and went (laughs) off to become a writer. (laughs) That was my game over. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'll probably, I'll probably say some more things about it in like the coming episodes as I don't know how long the game is and I don't want to look it up. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's one of those games where I play it and I'm like, I don't know if saying that I like this is the right way of saying it. It's that I am fascinated by this as a piece of art. I think is a better way of putting it. Um, and I think it's the sort of thing where I will beat it even if I'm not enjoying it per se, because I'm mm. just fascinated by it and I want to see how it does this because it's not like this hasn't this kind a lot of the the individual ideas haven't been toyed with in other games of course you know i mean if you're talking about like fighting you know like dealing with different parts of a mind hell the whole final section of i have no mouth and i must scream is fighting well dealing with the different facets of am's mind in a very similar way you fight like the id and the ego and the super id I keep saying fight i don't know why i'm saying fight it's a point click adventure game you you puzzle your way out of dealing with them (laughs) You click items on items until the id goes away, you know, just like real life. Um, yeah, and yeah, it is. It is really, really cool. I, I definitely recommend people give it a shot. Um, if anything I've said here sounds interesting, because it's, if nothing else, it is super fucking interesting. Mm. Um, and the music, what I've heard so far, is fucking beautiful, haunting, like uh, re- that kind of music. You sit there and you go. I don't know if I'd ever listen to this on its own because it's a little bit depressing, but in context of the game, I love this. Um, so yes, good video game. Your first mission is to find your shoe that you hurled out of a window. Like, what else <laughs> do you need? I threw my shoe at a bus once. Why did you throw your shoe at a bus once? Because the guy, like, literally saw me and had time to stop as I was waving because I was running for the bus smirked at me and just kept going so I threw my shoe at the bus that's fair actually yeah yeah. it was really awkward though because it was like it felt really good in the moment and then I had to go and basically wait for the traffic to calm down to go get my fucking shoe that is the problem with shoe throwing but the thing is he didn't see that so it doesn't matter yeah 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 yeah. but as as far as they're aware you you were just so angry that you threw a shoe at them and that's that's sort of the whole narrative I mean I hope that he still wakes up in like a cold sweat like early hours of the morning with a great swell of dread in the, the pit of his stomach going the shoe teenager She's found me. You want him to have the same reoccurring dreams that we all hope that George Bush has. Yes. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, but anyway, um, moving on from Disco Elysium, I have one last thing to uh, mention, which is that I watched through the entirety of The Tick. Ah, that Amazon Prime show with Peter... Serafinowitz. Serafinowitz. Yes. Who oh, does... okay. I'm listening. S- 
<laughs> oh, so now he's interested. Yeah, I, I have literally never heard of this thing in, in, in any context I of the old watch... one or this new one. I've seen no adverts for the new one. I, I know nothing at all about it. You haven't, you haven't been watching anything on Amazon Prime. They fucking tell you about it all the no, damn Obviously, time. I haven't been watching anything on Amazon Prime. Who watches anything on Amazon Prime? Exactly. It's fucking awful. <laughs> I used to watch the cartoon as a kid. I'm just imagining um, Peter Serafinovich as, a, you know, an insect tick. A giant I mean, tick. That is then... literally kind of, yeah. Is that what it is? I mean, he's not literally an insect, but he's in a suit that has little antenna. Ah, excellent. Okay. It's pretty great. So, um... I mean, I'm kind of, like, in love with, what's his name? Overkill or whatever. Overkill is the pun... Okay, I'm... I'm... <laughs> let, let me go into this in a structure and we can get to Overkill. No, structure is silly. I, I, <laughs> I know this, this podcast is a monument to a lack of structure at this point, but, like, I'm, I'm trying to keep... I'm trying to put some rudder on this, this ship at this point. <sighs> Fine. Um, so... The tick is if you're if you're not familiar with it, it was a mascot that was invented for some like local comic scene, and then it became a comic. And then there was a um, animated series in the '90s, which I remember seeing some of. Then there was in the early 2000s a live action series starring Patrick Warburton, um, nice. and recently um, a, a recently cancelled Amazon Prime series that had two seasons based on the tick was made as well. And that's what I've watched the latest Amazon series and yeah it's pretty fucking good um i really enjoyed it 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 really neatly balances um being a parody of superheroes and having a kind of serious story um reminds me a little bit of like how final space does that but without the really obnoxious character um (laughs) where where it is a comedy like and that's its prime goal but it is telling a story and it knows when to have a bit of pathos about the story, um, which is just kind of neat. Um, it has been cancelled, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It does have a few like interesting kind of uh, characters. Like, yeah, um, as Snipe mentioned, there's a character called Overkill, who is... My husband. Basically kind of the Punisher, but he, his outfit looks uh, more like Deathstroke. Um, and he's... He at one point because the tick saves his life, and he's like, "I owe you my life," and the tick is like, "Well then, you must uh, you must agree to stop killing people." Is like, "What? My life isn't worth not killing people." It's literally just like what idiots online think the Punisher is, which is just a big fucking walking meat of generic man pain. TM. Yeah, and it's all. And who doesn't to... cry because it's gay or fucking something dumb and stupid? It, 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 like they do a really good uh, and like they do a really good job. So like the tick just appears to this guy called Arthur, um, and I, I have my own headcanons about what the tick is. Uh, I personally, so in the world of the tick, there are people. Uh, what was it categories? I think they're called, um, which are basically superheroes. They're people who have powers, and uh, the tick's basically off the charts. He's like super strong nigh invulnerable um but doesn't remember anything about his past he just shows up to arthur to help him deal with stuff um and doesn't really and he's kind of just a bit thick and doesn't really know what to do when arthur's not around because arthur's just a guy he's like an accountant um so far this reminds me of our marriage where i just (laughs) sit at home going um and arthur gets a super suit that allows him to like be able to do some kind of crime fighting he's very bad at it um (laughs) <laughs> but um 
but yeah, he gets his suit. Uh, his superhero name is Arthur because when he is first interviewed, because there's a, a law that where if a, if someone is fighting crime in a superhero suit, you can't reveal their identity uh, because of supervillains killing the families of heroes when they're outed. Um, so he just lies and says he's a superhero, and then they're like, "What's your name?" He's like, uh, "Arthur." I'm like, that's a weird superhero name. He's like, "Well, yes, it's obviously different to my real name." <laughs> it's it's Arthur with like a fucking like umlaut or something. It's yeah, it's but yeah, um, and, and it's it's just kind of a fun little show with a lot of heart. It does have like I will say there are like three jokes in in it's season two two um, seasons. There's like three jokes in it that rubbed me the wrong way. They're a bit gross. And and they're, they're all fairly minor. One of them gets dangerously close to an attack helicopter joke. Oh, dangerously close. It's not, but it... it basically, they're those jokes where I... As someone that occasionally writes jokes, um, I do sit there and go, that is a joke where you, the writer should have gone back and done another another draft because these all come across like you're punching down and you should not be doing that. Um, that's just shitty writing. And it doesn't mesh with the whole idea of the rest of the show. Um, but that's not what the show's about. And I, I it's just I bring it up because they, cause they, they are the sort of things which I could totally understand if someone saw that and was like, uh, that's kind of ruined it a bit for me. Um, so these are the... Um... The scenes in that anime that you have to point out <laughs> yeah. because you can't just fucking recommend it. Yeah, you go, oh yeah, like uh, I really like this anime. <laughs> Kill the kills really good, but then there's the part with Sasuke and her mother and uh... um... <laughs> <Sailor> <laughs> people who've seen Kill the Kill know exactly what Sailor that is. Really about. good, apart from when Chibiusa gets turned evil and starts making out with her dad. Uh, uh, anime's cursed um, <laughs> it was a mistake <laughs> but yes uh, the, the tick is uh, aside from those little things I, ju- I just bring up just because I, I I feel it would be I feel it's honest to bring them up um, it it is quite a, a fun show with a lot of heart and I, I really enjoyed it and it's honestly one of those things where I didn't intend to I just wanted to watch a few episodes but I ended up watching like most of the same most of the first season in one day just because I was really engaged with the story it was just kind of it was silly and fun although it does have possibly the worst product placement I have ever seen uh, there is a bit in it um, where Arthur is captured by the main antagonist called the Terror um, and it it basically does an Amazon product placement and it does it twice. The first time is kind of funny where he's like tied to a chair and it's all dark and the and the terror is like, Alexa, play ominous music. And the <laughs> ominous music plays. And it's like, okay, that's, that's, pretty funny. that's funny. But then later on he does another, hey Alexa, play a thing. And you're like, okay, like, mm. I know, it was, I know mm. the first one was product placement as well, but at least there was a joke there. This one wasn't a joke. It was just like they had a mandate to mention Amazon so many times when they got funded. Mm-hmm. Uh. So it was just like, uh... yeah. But yeah, um... Oh yeah, my headcanon, because I mentioned it earlier, is that the tick uh, is that Arthur is actually a category, even though he is like described as being the least powerful person. Like he is the least superhero. Uh, that he is he is actually a category, but his power is that he manifested the tick. Um, that's my that's my headcanon from from everything that we're shown. So are we classifying like Arthur like as he is perceived 
as a category of basically being on par with the kid from the X-Men movies who can change the TV channel by blinking. Because, now, let me, like... Okay, so... In that, in that, like, Xavier's School for the Gifted is basically, like, it's a safe house for mutants who have been rejected, or, you know, when it's obvious someone's a mutant and they need to be among, like, you know, people who can help them control their abilities because they're dangerous, mm. a la Jean Grey, um, a lot of other, like, Omega-level mutants, like Quentin Choir, um, or, like, people who just can't fit in, like, Glob Herman. Yeah. Because they look so no, physically God. different. Glob Herman is phenomenal. Glob Herman is the best X. So good. Fight me. Yeah. And like, so, you know, they go and they, they take them in and they they educate them very well. And they, why is Blink Child there? Who sat there? Like, was he, was he like fucking with his parents? Like, changing the channel to QVC? And they were like, we cast you out, you freak. And well, then. Yeah, he, is, he, he would still be subject to the prejudices. Um, yeah, and also some parents are shitty. Uh, wow, okay, so I was, like, making, like, a joke. But you all <laughs> have made this, like, super serious. Sorry, I thought you were asking, like, an actual Sorry. question. Sorry. No! I was just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Um, but no, Arthur is not in that. In, in my interpretation, because it, it, they don't really do anything with it in the second season, but in the first season, there's a lot of weird hints that the Tick is not just a guy. And I, I interpreted it as being that Arthur created him. And I don't mm, know if that's the intention okay. at all, but that's how I kind of interpret what we're told. Um, and you're never given any information one way or the other if that's true. Um, but he's obviously not just nothing. Um and yeah, I, I, it's cool. But yeah, The Tick is a cool series. Um, I, I, like I say, I have minor issues with it, but overall it's just kind of good and it's well written and it's got a lot of heart to it. And they even, and I don't know how, I, I, I know this will be shocking to a lot of people, but they manage to do the entire run and not have any of the main characters have a love interest. Yeah, nice. Like they just don't. It's not necessary. Yeah. And okay, even the thing right. that you... I do ship Overkill and Arthur's sister, though. Even okay, this is a little bit of a spoiler. No, no, no. But... It's kind of like I really like the slow burn kind of like friends. Or yeah, like, no, that's what I was going to say. Easter friends to love. Well, that's the thing. There's, there's like uh, this is a bit of a spoiler, but there's a whole thing between um, Overkill and Arthur's sister that you assume when it first shows up is just going to be a romance, but it's not. It it could be if they'd had more series, and I wouldn't be against that. But it isn't, and I don't know. That's because every you know, fucking media is always like there is man and woman. Those they they must smash faces. That's they're in the set proximity for too long. Um, that's just how relationships work, apparently. Um, but it just doesn't do that, and I I just kind of appreciate that because it's like oh that's. Kind of neat. Yeah, no, it's interesting. cool, because not hmm. everything needs a fucking love story. Yeah, it can be about other kinds of relationships. It can be about friendships and stuff, and that's neat. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I say that one character does get a crush on Arthur. Um, I mean, obviously. But even even then, that ends, actually, in, like, you think it's building up to... Like, it, it's one of those, one of those jokes where you're, where you're kind of, like, as it builds up, you're kind of a bit worried about it, because it feels like it's kind of just going to come across as just a gay joke. Um, but it, it is, it, to be fair, it is tied into the that's nearly an attack helicopter joke bit. Ugh. 
Um, but the actual the conclusion of it is weirdly like wholesome of basically a character acknowledging their faults and basically being straight up about that they've you know what what they've done and that they hope that the other person can forgive them and move and move past it and they can still be friends and it's like oh okay cool also good. the person in question is a boat i feel that's important to mention Hang on, the person is a boat yes Sometimes, they're called danger boat <laughs> sometimes you want to fuck a boat um but yeah uh I, i'm just rambling about a tick now uh <laughs> patrick patrick warburton produced it oh i didn't know that of course okay. i did not did. notice that i f- found out this information because i was like I, what does the tick look like so i was just on wikipedia mm. and yeah huh. <laughs> that is minor fact huh also if people don't know uh really point if you're not familiar with peter serafinowitz um he's the, he's fucking mild-mannered pate and a complete he, prick in he dark is, souls too he is mild-mannered pate he is also the voice of darth maul which is always funny to me mm-hmm. um, he was he was the dickhead in uh roommate in Shaun of the dead um i don't remember that but i've only yeah, seen he, Shaun he, of the dead once he so. was like he was like the douchey guy he was like don't touch my car and then he gets like bit on the way home from work and then the next morning he's in the shower and they're like, uh, and he's just a zombie in the shower. Oh. I, I vaguely remember the character, but I don't remember it being Peter Sarkis. Yeah, I can't remember his name. But yeah, I mean, he's... he also did Look Around You, so. He did also do Look Around You, mm-hmm. which is something that you should absolutely look up on YouTube. I found out today, and it blew my mind, Chelsea Peretti, who plays Gina Linetti on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Her brother co-founded BuzzFeed. What? And I'm like, shit, I guess she got all the talent then. Oof, that was too mean. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. I, I, I was just being yeah. hyperbolic for just being, but, but yeah, I was just like, wow, okay, that's weird. It, it is weird when you find out those things. Um, like the less. Also, fun she's what... married to Jordan Peele. I did. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fucking power couple. Damn. That is less interest, uh, less interesting, and and much. Uh, what well, I said that is more interesting and a lot more fun. Than the one that I found out the other day that the guy who founded mercenary group Blackwater is the brother of um, Betsy DeVos. Oh, oh, okay. Which is like, oh wow, that's a fucking family, isn't it? Mm. Um, but anyway, anyway uh, Snipe, what have you been doing? As my voice apparently starts <coughs> to go a bit weird. You're not getting my cough. <clears throat> I have had two apocalypse level fucking like illnesses. Over the past month, and you have managed to stay healthy, and I'm so in awe of you. My, I'm so envious. My immune system is fucking amazing, apparently. I fucking I walk five miles a day. I try. I eat about three to five portions of fruit and vegetables a day. I'm fueled entirely by biscuits eat, and spite. And you never get sick. And I'm like, what the fuck? I could literally punch a windshield in with my strong muscle arms and you all just like I'm just, I just ate a kilogram of fucking chocolate raisins hey what hey illness? hey you could eat a kilogram of chocolate raisins because the raisins and chocolate cancel each other yeah I am that, telling you from a fitness perspective that is wholly inaccurate <laughs> it's if you eat healthy food wrapped up in unhealthy food that is a net negative if I tell well, that a, net, to, a net nothing like, if yeah. I tell that to my PT he will follow me home and kill you <laughs> He will literally murder you and wear your skin as a trophy. Wibby's immune to death, apparently, yeah. so it's I fine. I mean, 
Yeah, and then I'd be like, John, I don't know what to fucking tell you. And then he'll just cry and quit his fucking job. I'm secretly a fucking Highlander. <laughs> Was that your Scottish accent? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Edinburgh. <laughs> I've not been back in a while. My accent's faded a bit. <laughs> In Newcastle. I don't know. I don't know why that was that was the voice of an immortal to me. I don't know why. What is the bored like teenager? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't been doing much because I've been either I've been projectile vomiting. Yeah. Or I've been coughing my guts up or not being able to talk for days on end. Yeah, like, literally, literally. This, this podcast has been recorded like what, like four days late because of that. Yeah. Like I, I just about managed streaming yesterday with Long Fang and the day before that I couldn't talk I couldn't talk for like two, three days. I went to like town and you were like, I'll come with you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that'd be nice. And it's like, yeah, it'd be nice to hang out. But also you need a translator. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> What? Actually, yes. Because you're going around the entire time looking really suspicious, like walking into. I freaked like... out that woman in boots. Okay, so we were looking at we were in boots, and there's this woman looking at makeup. Which is which is a shop for anyone who's not from the UK. It's not like they weren't wearing boots. Well, they might have been wearing boots as well. I, I was wearing my boots, but yeah, and like we were in the boots shop where they sell like medicine. There's like you know healthcare stuff and like makeup and things like that. It's like and a big sandwiches kind of... and like electronics sometimes and. I don't yeah, really know what they're and going baby for, clothes. It's just kind of, it's weird. Depending on how big your boots is, the mm. more weird items it stops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bought, when I used to have an iPod that I bought when I was like in, back at sixth form or something, I bought it from Boots because it was it was the cheapest there. And I was like, why I, Why am I buying an iPod from Boots? That yeah, makes this, no is sense. Place, this is a this place, is a place that, that is primarily... You get cough drops from. And, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like makeup. It's primarily like a pharmacist broadly, yeah. but it just sells a lot of other shit. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. So yeah, we were looking at the anyway. makeup. So we were looking at makeup and like this was uh, on like the day before yesterday. So I was still having trouble talking, but I could whisper and it would hurt a lot. <laughs> but that's how I was talking. And I was, ta- I can't remember, I, was ta- I think we were looking at nail varnish. And I was like, oh, I like that. That's a nice color. And this woman in front of us turns around and gives me this evil look over her shoulder. Like, like I was like going, you grab her by the hair. I'll fucking steal her purse. I will be honest because you There was walk- a few people who yeah. were giving me some seriously fucking like, like very angry looks because they thought I was up to something. Well, the thing is you were walking through town talking to me conspiratorially because you had to whisper. So you did always look like you were planning a crime. Yeah. It's like, I was just like, who's walking through and I'd be like, oh. Yeah, there's that builder bear I was talking about. And then there'd be like a bunch of boomers being like, fuck are you up to, you goth motherfucker? And I'm like, I'm sick. <laughs> but it, it was it was very nice. <laughs> that like, because yeah, I got a giant ice blast. Because, oh, that was so nice on my throat. <laughs> the, like, ice blast, like basically like a slushy. And I was just like, can you get me an ice blast? And you did, and like the woman was very kind. Like she was very kind of like, oh, this is obviously for her, but he's ordering, mm. and I could, I, I can't, I couldn't raise my voice. So, you know, I kind of resort to a bit of sign language, and I'm like, thank you, like thank you. And I'm like that works you. well in audio, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the, the the like the hand on shin, thank you kind of thing. And she she nodded very warmly, like yeah. And I'm like, oh god, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, you know, I am like 
partially deaf, so fine. But also I was like, oh God, anxiety making me feel bad. <laughs> but yeah, so that was really funny. Also, I was in fucking like Savers yesterday. Which is another shop very similar to Boots, actually. Yeah, and I was but like... cheaper. I, I bought something, and the woman was like, oh, do you want any perfumes or colognes today? Because I always have to ask you. And I was like... <gasps> and then I coughed my fucking guts up for like five <laughs> solid minutes, and there was this cue behind me, and I was like... <laughs> and she was like... She was politely kind of... You know when someone's like looking at you, and you can tell they want to be polite, but they're also like, you are fucking holding up the line. And I was like... <laughs> Just having to shake my head through this coughing fit, and she was like, oh, "Okay." You're testing the limits of their Britishness, basically. I didn't mean to, but there we are. Uh, apart from that, uh, finished Tom Clancy's Ghost Breakpoint, Ghost Boys. Call it its real name, for the love of God. John Bernthal game. Call it its real name because I literally can Tom never Clancy's remember. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Thank you. This okay. time it's personal. John because Bernthal's revenge. You, I've said this before, but because you and Longfang never ever call it by its real name. It's I, daft. All, I can never remember what it's actually called. Just call it Breakpoint. See, all I know about this game is that I have no idea what its actual name is. You love it because John Bernthal and Yahtzee thinks it's the most bland game of the decade or whatever we call it. It is a <laughs> game where you play as a, a black ops and you basically... It's like a big military sandbox where you have a bunch of different missions and stuff. Uh, John Bernthal is in it, who is just fucking acting his heart out. He is fantastic. Um, he really gives the game story credence and makes it like super, super good. His performance is fantastic. And yeah, we finished it last night. And honestly, I needed some aftercare, because like, I knew it was going to happen, but I was still, like, fucking shook, so I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Like, the end fight was super fucking confusing and bad, so we saw John Bernthal on the map running back and forth in an area we couldn't get to, and we were like, he's just freaking out. <laughs> he's just like, oh, maybe he's trying to get his steps in. We didn't know. <laughs> you know? He's like, oh, yeah, I need to get to 10,000 by, by 11 p.m. That's my goal. I've been uh, not doing it the first couple of days. But yeah, and like, and then he just, he has two, he's a Tau, so he has two shield drones. Okay. okay. He's the only boss in the game that I hit. Okay, so like. Does he also have hooves? I'd like it if he had hooves. No, but that would be hot. That would be really cool if he's just like click clacking all over the fucking place, <laughs> getting his steps in. Um, he is an angry cow. He is an angry cow, but he's like, he's a lovely angry cow. Um, and. He's running back and forth. Longfang and I find this like back storeroom where he's in, and I, I I I shoot him twice in the face with my fucking sniper rifle. That is, I got it from killing the Wolf Squad sniper Rosebud, and it's fucking, it's powerful. It ignores enemy armor, but it doesn't ignore his shield drone. So I pop him twice in the head. He shoots me twice in the fucking like. Like me, he like gives me two meat shots, and I'm fucking because I have an injury system. I'm dragging my fucking ass behind oh, yeah, the crate system. Because the way the game usually works is that like reg because everything is just a regular dude. Yeah. Um. That even if it's a boss character, like if you shoot them in the head, they're, they go they're down. fucked. Yeah. No, it's like that's how we killed. Like, there's we killed a bunch of bosses by accident. 
just thinking they were regular, like, troops. And then, because, like, there was a guy, there's, like, you get some really tight corridor mm. fights in these old kind of, like, bunker things. And we go in, and there's this one guy, like, running down this really tight, like, concrete staircase with a fucking, like, entry shotgun just blasting us all away. I get, like... I think I get shot so hard because, like, there's two levels of injury. There's minor injury where you're limping and your speed is reduced. And then there's critical injury where you can't hold two-handed weapons because you've basically been shot in the arm. Mm. So you basically... You have to just deal with, like, handguns. So I get down to handgun and I'm like, Long fag! He comes in and fucking shotguns the guy and then kills the two guys behind him. And then we're like, okay, where's, where's the boss? As we're walking over his fucking, like, cooling <laughs> body. But then, yeah, then it came to John Berthold. I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to pop him twice in the head. Why? It would Why be is some- he dead? It would be somewhat anticlimactic to not if have the final boss have at least some capacity to yeah. deal with that. Yeah. Um, I do have a couple of questions. Yeah, sure. Um, one is... Um, so you mentioned uh, to me, um, and you kind of alluded to it there... That it has a bit of a downer ending. A little bit. Um, but in a, in a... Do you think it is even possible for a game like that that is based around Black Ops shit to have mm. an end to res- to have an ending that is not depressing considering that when they have tried to make games like that not have a depressing ending it's like the america fuck yeah ending from was it black ops 1 black ops 2 or black ops 2 which oh, wait, is no it was black ops 1 yeah it was fucking awful um call of duty black ops just to be yeah. clear uh, which has the, a comedically terrible america, america fuck, fuck yeah, yeah ending. ending like it just it just it gets to the end of it and realizes it doesn't know where to go with you being stuck in an interrogation room, and then just goes fuck it, um, America, fuck yeah. Like I'm not, I'm it's I, awful. Like I, I'm not even joking that it does read like a bit from Team America. It's really yeah. Weird. It's like you, you surface in the middle of the ocean, and there's these two big fucking like boats with American flags on it, and then a bunch of jets fly over in this big majestic fucking like USO show, and you're like. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of out of nowhere. It's it is. Weird. Anyway, I like the fact that it has a bit of a downer ending because I don't think games like that should have good, happy endings. No, no, because because mean, the should... people, all, basically everyone involved, is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you're you're playing as bad. You're playing people. as a horrible person trying to stop a a horrible person who's maybe broken a law. <laughs> so they're like bad, bad for some reason. And yeah, it's just like mm, no, no. I don't think they should have a happy ending. I just you know, but whatever. That's yeah. just me. Uh, my other question is: Do you think you would have enjoyed this game if John you weren't? Had it? Do you think you would enjoy this game if you weren't playing it constantly as a multiplayer thing with someone else? I think I still would have enjoyed it. Yeah, but again, adding multiplayer to anything most of the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, if you if you're playing with a friend, it mm. always makes it a better experience. Mm. But, yeah, no, I'd, I would still have played a lot of it. I still would have completed it. I still mm. would have enjoyed it a lot. Um, especially because you don't have the AI teammates because they've all been horribly murdered. Yeah, because I find it curious a bit that, you, you know... Um, and, like, the, do not think that I, I am being judgmental here. Every time I'm... I bring this up, you ask me some seriously earth-shattering philosophical questions about morality and, like, the duality <laughs> of man. And, and, like, can you morally enjoy something that is morally that is based on something morally bankrupt or has elements in it that are deeply evil and i'm like i like 
shooting things with friends. <laughs> I like I, John Bernthal's butt. <laughs> I, I like John Bernthal. He is a good actor. I, <laughs> I think it's because the game is... Um, so in in terms of like the ideas of what it's putting across is is not dissimilar to like your Metal Gear Solids, but Metal Gear Solids do it with a layer of campy fun. Oh yeah, on top of it, and and somehow more self awareness. Mm. Um, whereas this is whereas the kind of Ghost Recon games are often pretty a little bit military they, fetish. Well, it's, oh, well, it's, they are it's just, just fetishistic. fetishistic. But the thing is, uh, but because it's because I know that that you on that the people that, that well this the kind of things it's trying to appeal to that's not really you. I'm so an I, anarchist, and and, <laughs> and considering that um, a lot of. This this is a game that is has reached the top of many worst games of the year. Yes, I, I find it curious how much enjoyment you get out of it because, like me personally, I look at it and I kind of get bored looking at it. Uh, but I think that's just because I I got my capacity to enjoy military shooters killed by the Call of Duty series. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Hell, it nearly killed me uh, physically. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, I just find I just find it curious, you know I find it curious, and so I want to ask you questions about like how how okay. you how how you have you, I think you, uh, you those, kind of interact I think with it that setting with uh, those types of characters um, in like say within the military industrial complex, especially when you get to the incredibly I'm going to be very um, <laughs> very delicate with my words here. Uh, very morally grey areas of black ops and and very high end of like PMC contracts. I think morally grey is military the... coup. I'm being very <laughs> yeah. polite. Aren't morally grey is the nicest way you can talk about <laughs> yeah. literal crimes. Yeah, and not not fun crimes like against like horrif- humanity crimes. Horrifying. Like, <laughs> let's just go and kill twenty people because they're making things a little bit awkward. Like. I find it an intriguing setting. I find mm. that an intriguing setup to a story. I don't like how people sit there and go, oh yeah, wait, are you the good guys? Because I don't like how protagonist is apparently equal to good guy because it's not. Yeah, well, we talked about that um, mm. um, um, when you first started playing yeah. about there is that whole thing of the, it, it's tricky because whilst protagonist does not mean good guy because we see from the perspective of a protagonist it does mean that we can't help but because we're seeing the world from their perspective side with them slightly yeah um whereas like, i've had multiple conversations with people midstream and like longfang as well about why i like uh, walker as a character which is john Bertel's mm. um character who basically went mad um he kind of goes full big boss he creates a military coup he goes for like the purity of combat. He's just fucked in the head. Yeah, that is straight big boss territory. Straight isn't up it? Yeah. big boss. Like, and um, you know what I like about Walker. And okay, again, picking my words carefully. A good character, written well. When they fuck up, you can understand why they fucked up even if you can't agree with it. Mm. So, like, what Walker does is fucking extreme and horrible. But I understand why he did it. 
It, it gives him some. It gives him some three dimensional. Mm. It gives him some depth. I think the other reason why I want to, uh, why like I, I do, I do tend to ask you questions about it is because most of the people who talk about it have not beaten it uh, because they played it for a few hours and yeah. gone, I hate this, and then put it aside, which yeah. is per- perfectly fair to do. Like, no, no, no I mean no. that's fine, that's fine. But, but because the thing you've is... actually beaten it and you've actually engaged with the narrative, yes. like I'm, I'm, intri- I'm intrigued why this game that is villa, what you enjoy this game that has been vilified well i mean um, that like there are know. a lot of problems with, like you know bugginess and stuff like that honestly i don't expect much from ubisoft which i think you know having low expectations i think helped me out in this regard um honestly it's like performance wise it does have some issues but i didn't find anything game breaking apart from there's like a few things that still don't fucking work like i can't base jump so, which is a fucking big problem, mm. but it's just something I don't. I, I basically just never got into the habit of doing, so I don't tend to acknowledge as a lack of feature. <laughs> it's a feature that doesn't work, so you just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, um, the like on, the it se- just doesn't work. Yeah, I just can't do it. it. Just I just fall to my death. What? Why? Because like the button is like, oh, press this like to base jump, and then I just don't, and I just land oh. and die. It's like what oh. is like I'm guessing there's a programming flag there for when you quote unquote start and initiate like a base jump um what's the word sequence sequence um regardless of the height you fall if you hit the ground without para- without the parachute coming out you die so I have died to like 3 feet <laughs> and you just can't get the parachute out no uh, they've been meaning to oh. fix that apparently, but yeah, um, they fucked up like the um, <laughs> the faction mission rewards, which are a thing where they're basically kind of like daily quests where you get like unlocks, like mm. like you get weapon unlocks and some cosmetic unlocks. Um, hey, every game has to be a live service now. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> but like, apart from a lot of just modern video game issues, like capitalism um, and Ubisoft and open world. There are a few extra bugs and annoyances in there, but overall I found it pretty solid. I'm honestly, yeah, I think... I don't know what people thought it was going to be, honestly. Like, I know, like, I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, everyone who didn't like it is an idiot because they believe the hype, because that, I can't say that. And you're going to be... If if you're disappointed, you're disappointed, you know? Like, Mm. fucking... I think a lot of people were um, like upset with it because it was held up as like a perfect example of modern video game, uh, more than its actual faults as like a a, a thing in and of itself. Because I think it's it was, been a bit uh, a bit vilified. Yeah, because it's it, it's uh, you know the I I know because you you've told me before how the monetization isn't as bad as people kind of make out. It it's not. I mean, it's like if you've played a recent game, it's. It's not as egregious as like most modern video games, but I think it's that it, because I mean it's, it's still there and that's a because problem. it's there because it's got your daily rewards because it's got all the live service modeling. It's mm. it's like the archetypical modern video game, and I think that's probably got a lot to do with it. And like we don't tend to play that many like big budget games. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably got a thing, one of the things to do with why that might not bother you quite as much as it does other people. Because I think some people just suffer from such burnout of this kind of thing. No, over no, and I understand, and I honestly like, I wouldn't be able to recommend it without all these caveats. Mm. Like people ask me, it's like, oh, would you recommend this game to me because I thoroughly mm. enjoyed like Ghostlands, and I'm like, I thoroughly enjoyed Ghostlands, and I think Breakpoint 
basically takes Ghostlands and builds on it. So yes, I would mm. say you would. Yeah, okay. And you've got John Bern- Bernthal in there, who was a absolutely fucking phenomenal actor. Are any of the other actors good, or is it just him? <laughs> no, no, but, like they are. But the thing is, like he's he's the fucking big he's the, dog. He's you the know what I mean? Boy, yeah. He's the poster boy. Like, and I, um, I just want to say, I'm not. I, I, I don't. I'm not trying to suggest in any way that your opinion is less valid. It's because your opinion is different to literally everyone else's. Like, yeah. Apart from Longfang, um, you know, mm. you, your pair of you, your opinion on this is different to everyone else's. That's yeah. why I'm like interested mm. to like talk to you about it. No, that's fine. I, that's I, I, fine. I mean, like again, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and excuse its multiple faults. But I will say that there's the. I feel that there's maybe a little bit of gamer hysteria around it in the way that. You know how, like, something comes out and it's not 100% exactly how somebody wants it to be, so they start literally sitting there. You know how time, anytime something comes out to do with Space Marines and people are like, well, I guess I'm selling my Space Marine army. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a section of, like, everything that's like that, and I think maybe that's been brushed with that a little bit as well. I think a little bit, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say entirely, because, again, there are a lot, a lot of critiques out there that are incredibly valid. But I, I still enjoy it. Hmm. I still like it. It's a fun game. I like. And you know, speaking of a good game, mm. you know what we you know what we also did? We played D and D, didn't we? Oh shit! And that you was a good was game. A, did you think it was a good? game? I thought it was a good game. This is something a little bit different to our normal D and D discussion because this is not the the. the this ain't the, your granddad's D and D. As people have referred to it, the misanthropy. It is not that. Uh, this is a a little game that um, Snipe has concocted. Um, where... Don't make it sound like I'm making poison in a basement. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's no, not you're true. making it straight up in the living room. Why hide? Yeah. We don't have a basement. We live in a flat. <laughs> I need the um... extractor fan, honey. <laughs> don't want to gas uh, myself. But um, yeah, a, a little a little mini campaign uh, doing with me and Longfang playing, uh, just to try and you know, like get get him used to playing um, role playing games again. Yeah. Um, which I was like, hey, I get to roll a new character and get to play. That sounds fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any excuse to play D&D, really? Yeah. Um, and just playing with different people is just always fun as well. Um, Bit of an unconventional party size of two. Yeah, so it's only two. Two level one characters. Um, I am playing um, a warlock, a tiefling warlock called May, mm-hmm. who rolled a fucking 18 uh, on one of her stats, so everything else is kind of average, but she has 20 fucking charisma. At level one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have like nine HP, though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Longfang is playing Addy Tuskbreaker, a barbarian. A human barbarian. Human barbarian. Um, and yeah, so... Um, I'll let you explain, because from the DM's perspective, it's a bit... Yeah. So I know everything. Whereas... So I wander into town and I instantly go into the tavern, find the most religious person possible who hates tieflings, and then try and get a drink from him. Uh, and a tavern he, owner. he refuses me, so I'm just like, okay, I I threaten him, of course, because I've got high I've got high charisma. You've and got proficiency in profici- intimidation. Proficiency in intimidation. I've got plus seven to intimidation. <laughs> yeah, both you and Longfang are proficient in intimidation. And I'm just like, the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> um, so, so he he's rather angry with me, and uh, we get cut. Uh, and um, Longfang like comes up and, and basically defends me from this argument that's brewing. 
Um, well, I mean, we... like, he, the, the, the tavern keeps literally, like, gathering the guards. Yeah. Like, because well, I look but... like the devil. Um... And he's like, yeah. And I mean, she doesn't know she looks like the devil. Because, um, yeah, May, May is a lady. Yes. Um, she's purple. She's a purple pretty lady. As opposed to my other tiefling I play, who's red and is very aware he looks like the devil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam's a bit more self-aware. Sam is way more self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but we go with an orc to uh, who's the blacksmith, who's basically like, look, come and drink at my place. This place is shit. <laughs> Fuck that guy. In in my setting, orcs are not inherently evil. They're just just people. Yeah. So, yeah. Um... And uh, long and short of it is, um, we end up going to the local lord's kind of place looking for work because we'd heard that there's uh, something to, uh, you know, if we're looking for work, that's a place to go. Um, we go in and we speak to the lord who is a prick. <laughs> uh, what was his name again? I haven't got my notes in front of me. Aldred. Aldred. Sir Aldred. Sir Aldred, who is basically like, okay, if you want to help, then you can go and find my daughter who's just ran away like a little twat, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like she's had on one of her moods. I think he literally said that, yeah. Like, oh, um, she's in one of her moods again. And uh, there was his his helper, who, again, what's his name? I... That's Joran. Joran, yes, there we go, Joran. Um... I don't take detailed notes like you do. I just write down... Yeah, I'm the only one who takes detailed notes. Yeah, I, I write down scraps of information that I then have to, like, pour over later and go, that is useless to me without yep. context. Um, but yeah, Joran, who's, like, his helper, who's a kindly old guy, and the cook, Mr. Oates. Oh, just Oates. Just Oates. Mm. Oh, I assume, I assume that was his surname. Well, I'm learning... I'm no, learning he's just, he just likes being referred to as by his surname. He okay. doesn't like um, being Mr. is too much for him. Okay. Well, yeah, so there's Joran and Oates. Um, Oates is the cook. And they both get on a lot better with the um, daughter, whose name is Yana. Um, and, yeah, we kind of get a bit more information from them. We find out that there's some bandits to the... That have been... Well, people who've been stealing shit to the north. And the they've been ch- they've been like knocking off uh, trade caravans mm. on the exit of the city. And the town. she ran was seen running off to the north. And the Oates is an ex-hero, like he used to go off and do do adventurer kind of shit. And his busted ass fucking short sword has been stolen. And he used to tell her stories of like her, you know, of his his like sort of adventuring times. We go and check out her room. And we find, like, pictures of what she drew when she was younger of her, like, being an adventurer. Because uh, she's, like, 16 now. Yeah. And we also find scraps of her hair. Well, Longfang does, because he rolls a nat fucking 20. Yeah. So he <laughs> And just suddenly sees everything he, forever. He interrogates the woodworm in the room, you know? He does, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we go off, uh, we go off to the north going, like, she... She's probably gone off to try and be a hero because basically her father is a dick, and we're like, yeah, they don't get on well. Um, and so we uh, we get, we venture forth and eventually start finding like no marks of like the stolen carts, but we are finding like scuffs on trees where the, where like a cart has been passed, and we're like, okay, interesting. And we eventually find like a hidden a hidden entrance into like a cave system. Yeah, how do you open the secret entrance? I forget. First of all, it took you forever to find it. It was a hidden entrance. Then, Addy, like, 
fucking disintegrates it. Because he, like, <laughs> crits it when he's trying to, like, open it and just shatters the oh, fucking yeah. fake stone. But fortunately, the inside of it has, like, a sound dampening effect, so we're, like, we're probably you okay. You are so fucking yeah. lucky that was a thing. Um, and we... So we, we sneak around, we find a few people who, um... Addie, like fucking chokes out and knocks out like well, stealths first, up on them the first guy you encounter is a cultist with his back to you in this like hewn cabin so you like Addy and you sneak up Addy, Addy's in front because he's the barbarian and he's like Wong Fang's like okay so can I just like donkey punch this guy in the back of the head and I'm like you can sure yeah go for it if you want and he rolls so fucking high and I was sitting there going, this is just a standard cultist. He is fucking, like, because I was like, is this lethal or non-lethal? He was like, oh, it's non-lethal. I was like, yeah, he's just fucking, like, he just fucking immediately falls, like, face first. He's out the moment you touch him. <laughs> there is no way this guy would not just be immediately unconscious. We had a good fucking yeah. laugh about that, because it was just like, okay. Because he wanted to, like, just pop him and then get information out of him. But he just knocked him And out. he just knocked him the fuck out. And this happened like, a second time as well. It did. Uh, the third guy, he actually manages to grab. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I got this. I, I've got the crazy high intimidation. I'm a fucking tiefling. F- fucking... Thematogy. Thematogy. Let's give myself glowing eye. Like, you know, burning eyes. And I'm going to fucking interrogate this guy. And I go to him and he's basically like... Oh, thank goodness, it's you! And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. Yes, it's me. <laughs> Basically, he thought that I was a character called Enora the Bloodthirsty. <laughs> and I was just playing up to it. Because again, high charisma, you can get away with a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, oh, yes, yes. Um, and I started interrogating him about, like, you know, what's sort of around here. And if, you know... Basically, you need to educate my friend here. <laughs> Who's, like, Longfang's literally got him in, like, a full Nelson. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that you're doing things correctly here. Um, and, like, you know, I get the name that he thinks I am is because I'm, I'm like, sitting there going, like... So by what name do you know me, What mortal? name do you know me by? Because some, uh, because some of these uh, these areas have slipped into colloquialism and I want to make sure you're not being so lazy or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Um, he was, like, pissing his pants anyway, so you didn't even need to roll. Yeah. Because uh, like, he was, like, this young kid who just yeah. joined and he was like, ah, I don't know. But we're trying to look for someone of, like, the, the um, description of Yana, like, to see if she'd been captured. And we don't really get much out of him, although he does mention a rare... Because uh, um, Yana has mentioned being red-haired, and it is mentioned that a new guard has started who's got red hair. Um, and uh, basically, we tell him to go and stand in the corner for a while. For, for an hour, otherwise you'd kill him or yeah. something. Um, <laughs> and he's like, okay! <laughs> and then I just go look through his fucking diary and find out that he's kind of just a bit pathetic. Yeah. And he's just kind of joined up because no one respects him and told him to basically... It's like, this guy's harmless. And just tell him to basically leave here, never come back. <laughs> and he's like, okay! Um, but after his waited standing in the corner for an hour, so yeah, he doesn't attract anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we go, and the next door we try, I'm like, okay, so since I'm, I'm apparently confusable with king shit of Dick Mountain here... <laughs> um, I'm going to go in first and I enter and I basically, uh, basically, ha ha. And then basically everyone just starts, and the, the, the two people who are in there 
um, who are face it, who are like facing this young young girl with short hair, um, short blonde short hair, blonde hair um, turn around and instantly start uh, roll initiative. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, uh, oh, bear, bear in mind, uh, Long Fang was at half health because he got fucking snagged by a trap yep. earlier on. He was really good because he walked in and like the first thing he was like, I rolled to, de- to detect traps. And I'm like, yes, he's a natural. And then like he barges in another door and it's like, oh shit, that was my fuck you trap. That was the nasty that trap. That was the one trap. <laughs> that, no, that was, the, I, I, there was, there was at least two traps in there. And that one, there, there's, there's one that's like a setback and then there's like, there's like three levels of traps. There's setback mm. and then there's another one. Then there's like deadly. Mine was the middle one. That oh, one, okay. that, I thought I'll put one in there that can really fuck you up. And he just got minced by it immediately, and I'm like, "Oh <laughs> fuck, okay." Um, but anyway, so fight ensues. Um, I kind of duck sideways and hurl Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Um, <clears throat> as Long Fang just murders the other people because he's barbarian, so he went into rage. Oh, he had to go into a rage because he was on like four hit points. Yeah, he was just gonna fucking die if he didn't. And we and have no there was, healing like, ability. Two, yeah, two guys just basically just like there was like the guard and the big cultist dude basically just flanked him and were like fucking come here, mate. And it messed him up. And then the girl she grabbed a stick and just ran in. <laughs> Hit, hit the guard with a stick and then like he just like backhanded her which took off like half of her fucking life mm. which I didn't tell you guys because yeah no that fucking oh, that, ooh, yeah. that, she could have died very easily there um but anyway the the these cultist guys dead we sort of we thought one thing we found out from from the guy we talked to earlier was that the reason why there's no tracks from the cart is because they basically had someone who levitated it and brought it in um and it still snagged the trees obviously but it wasn't leaving tracks it's like okay so it's like, okay, well, we've solved the, the problem they've had with shit being stolen. And we found a young girl who insists she's not Yana. Yeah, who could she be? Who could she possibly be? She's also, got... you found that uh, broken silvered axe. I found a broken silvered axe, yeah, hidden away. Um, mm-hmm. Which is pretty which is pretty cool. Which is currently being repaired. Well, no, it's not currently being repaired because it costs too much, but it will be being repaired at some point. <laughs> Um, Level one, yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> like shit, we got no fucking money to do dick right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and the girls like, I'll fight you, and we're like, just don't fight us. She's like, I'll fucking kill you. I don't care. Kill I've you. killed people before. You're not powerful. I'm like, and I'm just like, I'm a. Like, I'm a warlock, god damn it. She's like, yeah, no, you're not. You don't have any powers. Like, you or literally like saw me. Like, you saw me kill that guy, and she's like, could have had a pre-existing condition. <laughs> Which I shamelessly stole from Tom Scott. And I, I full-on br- bring on, again, because like, Tom Ash is quite useful if you're running a high-charisma character. Yeah. Uh, of, mm-hmm. like, you know, <clears throat> ground shudders, whispers appear of, like, I am a fucking warlock. Stop being a Stop dickhead. being a twat. Drop the stick. The stick ain't doing anything to me. <laughs> um, and we basically go, look, we, we need to take it. Like, there are people who are worried about you. Take it back home. And eventually through, like, a bit of a kind of back and forth, it's like, look, you don't have to go home to your dad. We've met him. We know he's a dick. And then she immediately relaxes and yeah. is like, oh, yeah, no, but he's we a know, prick and I hate But him. we know that there are people that are, that are worried about you. And we look. We can try and work something out. We will try and convince convince your father to, that you don't have to go back and live with him, but people need to know that you're safe. 
uh, and we kind of get her to agree to kind of stop at the blacksmiths, whose name was Una. Una, Una, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that one. The uh, the Iron Tusk Smithy. Mm. So we go back to hers, like sneaking into the town, like the back way, so that we can get her into there. And she kind of knows Una a little bit, and they kind of get on. And we say, look, could she stay here for a while? Because basically, she wants to go off and be an adventurer. She wants to do that shit, but she's untrained, and she's going to get herself killed. And so we're like, look, if she kind of learns a bit about that, then at the very least she's not going to get killed doing it. And that's sort of... Because she doesn't want to be just the lady of the of, of the area. She doesn't want that. That's which not, is what her dad wants. Which her. is what her dad wants. So we go go to go to go back to the manor and we go and speak to Joran and Oates and say, look, can you come help us speak to fucking... Um, I know why I, want, why I keep so saying Eldridge. Eldridge's name. is because it's so close to Eldritch from Dark Souls. Mm. That I, I internally want to say Eldritch every time and I have to correct myself okay, so I forget it. Eldred. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we go we go to him. Uh, so we, we gather those and say, look, help us. This is what's going to... What 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 uh, Yana wants to do. And it's fucking... Dad is a prick. We ain't going to... like. We're not going to convince him if you guys can help. That'd be really helpful. And so we all go in, and he's like, so why the fuck are you all here? <laughs> With my suspiciously absent daughter. Yeah, and we're like, look, okay, we found your daughter. She's safe. She's not here right now. She doesn't want to come back and live here. Um, she doesn't want to live the life that you have set out for her. Um, we found accommodation for her, so she's safe. Uh, we do, because he's and then he just gets really and he like refuses to pay us. It's like, oh well, if you haven't brought my daughter, then I don't see why I should. You know, you're bringing me back with a job half done, like basically, you know, like going off on one basically. And we're just like, look, she's safe. It's fine. Like then, Addy, just, like <laughs> just maybe, maybe like. Basically, if you keep doing what you're doing with her, she's just going to run off again and again and again, and one of these times she's going to get killed. Like, so this isn't basically you're not going to get what you want out of this situation. Whatever, like, if you do, if you try and do it this way, the only option for you is to give her a little bit of respect and freedom. And she might decide that she doesn't want to do this, and she'll end up coming back. That's fine, and then it'll all be like what you you know how you want it. But she needs to get this out of her system at the very least. Like you've got to give her that. He's just like, no, fuck you. Uh, so A gets a bit annoyed with this. A bit annoyed. A bit annoyed. Pulls out a dagger and fucking slams it into the table, and is basically like, okay, like fucking pay us. Don't be a dick about this. Um, which doesn't help, but does annoy uh, Aldred a lot. We later find out he can't get that dagger out of the desk. I rolled strength for him and he can't <laughs> get it out. So it's just stuck there now. The next person who can pull that dagger out of that fucking desk is going to be the new, like... Like local lord uh, we of later, Racton. We later find out he really loves that desk as well. So it's so it's extra funny. It was funny. like a really special. Like like Yana's like, oh god, oh did you fuck up the desk? Oh yeah, that was like like special, especially carved by elves and given as a gift to my granddad. But, he cherishes that desk so much. So in the end, basically, he he kind of agrees to this situation, 
but we're not getting paid. So the only the only stuff we we kind of have got is the treasure that we found on the people. We found a couple of like precious gems and so and a little bit of gold. So we got something out of it and the axe, of course. Mm-hmm. Not that we can afford to get it repaired, <laughs> um, but we. Um, we go back to the blacksmiths and... Oh, she's, she's letting you guys stay there because yeah. she she hates the tavern keeper so fucking much that she's basically prick. like... She's like, yeah, I don't know who you are, but because I hate him so much, I'm just going to let you guys stop here to spite him. Yeah. Because, lol. <laughs> Apparently this town is run on spite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, and so um, Oates comes around and he basically gives us all the money he's got basically say he gives you his life savings basically we're like we can't fucking take that like we'll take money off a rich asshole but like (laughs) we're not gonna take it from you he also brings you pumpkin muffins because they're yana's favorite Uh, but because he insists we basically give it to um, una the blacksmith to repair the knackered short sword that yana took um so that she can have an actually functional sword so she can learn and that's sort of where it ended of also you guys being like super like oh una and oats mm. oh yeah we were like we were like when, once oats leaves because there was there was some there chemistry was some between <laughs> between him and una we were like so you guys are fucked right and she's like no and then you roll and just like te- check in and i'm just like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, <fucked. laughs> yeah they totally had and we're like we knew it there was also that part where you were trying to cross there's like a little stream like um running, <laughs> oh, yeah, through, forgot about that. running around the north side of the um the little town uh, of rackton mm. and it's like it's like five foot across but it's like it's it's relatively it's, it's about that deep as well and I was like, okay, it was really funny. Anytime I asked uh, Long Fang to make a dexterity check, he'd just go, motherfucker. And then you'd hear dice roll and... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was, and he was like, oh yeah, I'm going to pick up May and just fucking throw her across. And I'm, and he's like, ah, but I can't do that. And we were like, you can. He was like... It's D&D, you can fucking do anything. And then he was like, fuck yeah, I'm picking her up and I'm fucking throwing her. And unfortunately... <laughs> He didn't quite manage it because because May was struggling a bit. Cause, well, I just kind just, of got dropped on the ground. Yeah, you just got picked up. Yeah, and um, and then he he like he sailed over it like in his run and jump he sailed over gracefully. You, however, May, you ran and jumped and then basically was just like a foot short, so you landed tit first on the other embankment <laughs> and knocked all the wind out of your sails. Yeah. Which was actually really funny. I love D&D for those moments of just fucking <laughs> Like, heart of my ass just lands in the water. I have to drag myself up. So I'm just well, AD annoyed, kind of like picks you up. <laughs> annoyed, sodden warlock. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was, it was, it yeah, was just, basically just a single session. Um, a long one, but you know. We, we it had, wasn't that long. It wasn't too long, but yeah, it was good. Sort of introduced us to characters, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And I, I hope to go back and do do a few more little sessions with these these characters. Yeah. Not least because my backstory basically doesn't come up at all. Yeah, I I, I, want, I want to tell everyone about my deep dark backstory. Uh, you're a warlock. It's uh, I'm a you, warlock. You have to have a deep dark backstory. Yeah, there's basically no way if if you want to play a warlock that's good, then your story has to be tortured somehow, doesn't it? Uh, no, but yeah. I mean, to be fair, you could just basically like def- like you could have a fake. Okay, I had to because I looked up and I was like, "What patrons can you have?" And it's like great old one. And I'm like, "Well, I'm taking that. That's the obvious." You can have like a fae like patron, which is basically like it's like a fairy, who, and you like you can literally be in like a romantic relationship with your patron if you want. Yeah, but 
great old one's okay. an option. Well, why aren't you in a romantic relationship with the great old one, is what I'm saying. That is a good point. Why didn't I say well, I just wanted to fuck Cthulhu? Yeah. But where, I don't know where you'd put it. Or... Where wouldn't you put it? Like... There's a lot of tentacles there, and the, and the well, the uh... tiefling body has a lot of orifices. The boy is, yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. The Cthulhu boy is, like, he's got a lot of prehensile uh, tentacles there, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not advocating that you have sex with a great um, old one. With a great old one, even though you uh, you just you just put the tentacles in places. Even though, because I know, because some people get really upset about this, Um, Cthulhu is not a god. No, um, he's not. And people get really upset when you say he's a god. um, But fuck off. Um, Yeah, really. um, Go complain that like someone called Lovecraft a racist or something. I do what you know. The thing is, I always sit there and I realize that the people get angry about that. I sit there and go, I can guarantee I have read more Lovecraft than them because yeah. I have read nearly I've everything read he ever wrote. So you know, it was a man. It was a man. But yeah, I mean, it was my first time D- like DMing a five E game because I've, I've I've DM'd um, Call of Cthulhu in the past. Mm, yeah, yeah. But no, and honestly, I think Probably I've learned a lot from Call of Cthulhu's. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I think like literally just having games run by Matt, like Drama Matt and Ash, have just been so fucking helpful because now I'm like, oh, that's how a good DM does things. <laughs> no, you did great. You, you did great. I mean, like, you and Longfang were honestly, like, joys to play with. Like, just f- absolutely fantastic. Longfang is a natural. Mm. And it was... Um, and you're used to my shit, so... And I'm used to your bullshit, so... But yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm glad I, you guys had fun. We did. We had fun. We, uh, I, I, I know I'm speaking for long time here, but uh, we very much would like to, you know, have a little bit more more time in that little world. I'd love to hang out with your characters more. They're very, very cool. Mm. But yeah. So that's... Like, I'm like, Wib, what have I been doing? And you were like, here's the D&D story. And I'm like, yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, I worked really hard on that. And I, I just—it was nice, like making maps and stuff, and and like trying to figure out the back end of Roll Twenty, <laughs> which honestly, once you once it clicks, it's fine. But like, yeah, oh God, I hate fine, it how but... I hate it how the tokens snap to grid. So I had these oh, chonky fucking. <gasps> Thank you, because I like at, at the at at Sir Eldred's like manor. He had a bunch of horses out front, and they were just like with these wide chonky horses. <laughs> And I was like, I, I can't remember how you do it. I'll look horses. In... <laughs> and... I can't remember how you do it. I'll look into it and let you know. Thank you. But yeah, and it was just like, they just had fucking wide boys just fucking whinnying about the place. And I was like, please just pay no attention to the outrageously <laughs> wide horses. <laughs> if they were just wide horses, were they not just cows? No, I was like, oh, that. Oh. Uh. Fucking so much crime happening. Well, no, I kind of was like, well, they're more like Shire horses, they're more like work horses and stuff, but also that still doesn't account for the <laughs> amount of thickness that they had. I, I think you just enjoy the thickness. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's mm. fine. God, what was it? Like, Oates was talking about how it's like, oh yeah, they got into a fight about something silly, about like, she wouldn't the ride side saddle. Yeah, the horses. <laughs> No, like, Yana and, and her father got into an oh, argument right. about, like, he was like, you need to ride side saddle because that's how ladies do it. And then, like, Addy is just like, hmm, stupid. And Oates is like, right? I think they got on pretty well. <laughs> but, yeah. So. Well, you could you just have to fucking ride side saddle on those horses. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a fucking groinal injury trying to ride them normally. Yeah, you need to, like, be a trained gymnast. 
to be able to ride them. Properly. The only way to ride horses that thick is to ride them like your fucking Paul Atreides riding a goddamn worm. While just, Toto plays in the background. Just sat on top of it. No, he stands on it with like a kind of... Yeah, that, like, I mean, that's how she was trying to ride. He was like, no, side saddle. And she was like, bitch, <laughs> please. But yeah, anyway... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we should move on to the questions, Questionos. which since we've got the last last Jedi, um, Rise of Skywalker, so we'll talk afterwards, we should try and burn through these questions. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Uh, so right. what's the email address you need to send questions to, Snipe? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you to death. Uh, that is, no, don't send an email to that address. That doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Only drummer Matt at snipeandwib at gmail.com. That is indeed the address. And what are the questions, Matthew? Send okay. me, Sorry like, please send in your theories about why the horses were so wide. <laughs> and then next, next, next time we come to check the emails, I'm just like, what the fuck were we talking? Why is everyone sending what? Or send me your your like, send me your best headcanons as to why Sir Eldred had so many fucking wide as shit horses. <laughs> okay. Um. First up, Lars. This is not a question as much as a recommendation. So, it's quite long, and I'm going to paraphrase, apologies, Lars, but in the interest of time, I'm going to paraphrase, but they said that, they noticed that in the last podcast, Wib said that you wouldn't play Fallout 76 for obvious reasons. And yes. the thing is, while everything surrounding the game, the marketing, the PR, the everything like that, is terrible, the game itself is actually quite fun, apparently. If you can sort of, you know, if you, you shouldn't go into it expecting an RPG game. It's not a Fallout game. It's more of a survival game like, you know, all the other survival games. Mm. But if you like those sort of things and that's what you want from a game, it can actually be quite good. And then they do go on to, there's a big list of various things, which I won't, I don't, I won't go into, to be honest, because of time. But it was sounded quite compelling, this email, so mm. I'm almost tempted. I mean, if, if, that um, sound, if like, uh, the, the, that kind of thing sounds good, um, but uh, the, when I say for, for obvious reasons, uh, for me, it's, it's that I want... That I want a, an RPG experience out of Fallout, and I don't enjoy survival games. Yeah, for the most yeah. part, um, few exceptions. Um, but yeah, um, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm glad that people get yeah, well, get it, joy. Yeah, it was out interesting like, to hear like yeah. something positive about it because yeah. honestly, you don't hear much positive. Yeah, well, about so it. Our, our friend Unity uh, quite likes it. Yeah, him and his uh, his played. wife they they really enjoy it. Yeah, like, Unity and Sin they like it. Yeah, so like you mm. know, I know people do do get get joy out of it, but um, yeah, just it. The, the things that it does are not things that I am interested in. So, um, but you know, I, I'm glad that people do do get some fun out of it. It is good when people play games and enjoy the video games that they yes. buy with their money. Yes, exactly. Okay, next up, Parry. If you had a clone, what pranks would you do with said clone? I'd pretend I could teleport. Ah, yeah, clever. So I'd be mm. like, or. I'd rob a jewellery store. Not sure that's a prank. I think that's just larceny. <laughs> no, and uh, I think that would be considered grand larceny. Tr- true, true. Because I'd be <laughs> well, like, getting all that money! But you could, yeah, you send, you send, you you go to, like, the local, like, police station and go, hi, I just want to be here to chat about the reasons I go up there and I'm like, I want to talk to something. you about The Last Jedi. And then I just yeah. stand there for ages. And then when they see me on the cameras, they're like, well, she was obviously here yeah. talking to the popo yeah. about 
like that that good Raylo. Yeah. I mean, maybe we actually think about it. You should go somewhere with cameras, but not actually the police station because they're like that's weirdly sus- like suspicious yeah, that they've come of, yeah. to the. So okay, I take back the so, police station oh, thing. Uh, so but... what I do is I send my clone to Warhammer World with you guys. Yeah. Because then, like, people are going to recognise me. Oh, they, they take cameras, your phone and like. There? check in at all the poker stops with your account. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I give give them my Fitbit, so like, you know, and then I go and rob the jewellery store and fuck off. And then, yeah, easy. And then if you get, if you do get arrested and you find it, and you know, this airtight plan fails for some reason, you Mm -hmm. just send your clone to jail instead of you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or I create another clone and just have her basically just go and be like, hi, um... I'm a clone, or so I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I feel that my predicament could be solved with more, cl- more clones. Basically, I want to yeah. be Mila Jovovich from like Resident Evil, like the, the fourth movie. Whichever one it is, where she has a shitload of clones, and then the one afterwards, and they just all- instantly no, 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 no. get it's rid of them all. It's literally in the first like three minutes. At the end of the third movie and the beginning of the fourth, her like. Hundreds of clones just all die. Yeah. Because they all suck compared to her. Are you saying that the Resident Evil movie franchise isn't very well written? Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. How no, dare you? How dare you? I know. But... No hate, please. But yeah, I do that and then I just keep cloning myself until, like, I don't know, I basically just, just oh, single handedly with all my clones destroyed capitalism. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm not yeah, good at, I mean... uh, at pranks. And then, um, oh, so... then if the police caught me, I'd go, lol, just a prank, and then they couldn't arrest me, because that gives you <laughs> gives you diplomatic immunity. Yeah. It was, I works. was filming it for the, I don't know, what's I the I was doing current... it for the Vine. Yeah, Vine, yeah. I was, uh, gonna, no, I was I trying was, to work out what the I was doing current it for the Vine gram. was. Yes, the Vine. The TikTok. Exists. Yeah, but to be fair, do you think any police officer knows that Vine has gone under? I Probably not. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're all, like, war-forged. They are all Warforged from Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and, they but they all have yeah. access to chain lightning yes, and drop the best this. loot. So, oh, yeah. I remember. if any police capture me on my clones, then I'll just beat the fuck out of them with your take, infinite clones. With my infinite clones, and then take all their loot, and basically, oh, and then I'll put basically, I will like when they're unconscious, I'll basically position them so that they're fighting each other. So when they wake up, they're like, oh, we fought each other, obviously. That's how the evidence, and then forensics will come and dust them for fingerprints, and they won't find any because they're rock people with chain lightning, and they'll be like, "Ah, oh, shit! It's definitely just—it's just police officers fighting each other, and then dropping all their loot somewhere, and they can't remember it." And then I'll basically just—I'll go and I'll—I'll pay, I'll pay like a grand to like everyone's Patreon that I like, and then like I'll go and live on Squishmallow Island. Okay, whilst that, whilst that plan has more <laughs> holes in it than Alex Murphy and Robocop, um... Um, <laughs> I feel that it is the only plan we're going to come up with, so that should be our, our definite um You answer. can't steal my plan, that's I, my I don't, prank. I don't have, I'm no good at pranks. Okay, what you should do is you should go to your mum's house and basically just tell her that horses are stupid. <laughs> and then when she's like I'm really mad at you Matt get out of my house then like the, the clone pops up from behind the couch and goes 
can't hear over how fucking stupid horses are. And she's like, oh, well, now now there's two of them. I can't argue with two of them. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that, is all, that is not a prank. That's just communicating that I don't understand her fondness of horses. <laughs> Okay, but in a very then... antagonistic manner. Unnecessarily and then set fire to all of her, like, Cliff Richard merchandise. <laughs> I have dreamt of doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and maybe clones might help. But I think that's more of a manpower thing than explicitly needing clones. Mm. I, d- I don't think I've got a use for a clone. I mean, I guess I'd find out what would be... You know, I guess I'd go, mm, well, I mean... I guess I'll find out what it's like to suck my own dick. I mean, uh, I was going to say, yeah, having a bit of a wank would be more interesting. Like, you know, I guess, I'll, I guess. Okay, so I go to, I go to like destabilizing capitalism, annoying the police, and robbing a jewelry store. You guys are like, oh, I'd fuck myself. I would suck my own dick so hard. Ooh, <laughs> you, I mean, you know, like you, you want to know what your local flavor is, you know? I mean. <laughs> The thing is, it's like that's still like it's not like you share sensations. You're two separate no, meat. No. Well, no, but that's creatures. why you're 69 because then you're both doing the suck and you're both getting the suck, and it yeah, also like, feels like you're, you're doing like, it to yourself. Okay, but like the problem with 69ing is, is that you can't just sit back and enjoy it. You've got to like ignore it and try and focus on the task at look, hand, a, which is look, usually a, someone's genitals. Look, logistics can be worked out later. Mm. Realistically, you just want to know because like, you want to well, you, you like, want to find surely? out if you're if like oh oh would oh, I, I mean, be any? Maybe, I mean, oh, we've maybe. diverged from the, the idea of the pranks. Yeah, it's not it's not really a prank to have sex. Well, with yeah, yourself. okay. So, drama, Matt, you and yeah. your clone are sixty nine hardcore on the sofa. Ruth yeah. comes in and is like, "What?" And you're like, "Just a prank, bro." And she's like, <laughs> "Don't call me bro. I'm your wife." <laughs> and then, like, you know, then you can basically like, she can peg one of you, and then like, you can Eiffel Tower with her. Again, not really a prank. <laughs> oh, and then, then like put like uh, put f- hashtag fail army on it or something. <laughs> then does it then, become a prank? Then nine keg will steal it. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, for the love of all okay. that it exists, please. I didn't move think we'd be talking about question. you guys cloning each well, other so you can I, suck I, I your own dicks. I haven't but... given my prank yet. Yeah, what's drama? That's oh, prank. Oh, well, if you if you want to keep us in this fucking intellectual cul-de-sac, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do free. actually. Thank yeah. you very much. We it's need my, to questions hear. are my time. Yeah. <laughs> no, my mind's a very easy one. I, you know the one where you like tap someone's shoulder and they look, <laughs> but you're actually the other side. Yeah, I'd do that, but then they'd look and I'd be there. But then they'd look, but then I'd also <laughs> tap them on the other shoulder and they look and I'd be that's I'd be both sides. Okay. Yeah, see, I thought prank. you were going to go. I, you see, I do the tapping on the shoulder prank where I tap them on the shoulder, they'd look over at me, and I'd be sucking my own dick. <laughs> <laughs> A bold strategy. <laughs> and then, like, your clone is, like, dabbing while sucking your dick. I mean, it sends a fucking it makes message. It a I don't know what, what the message is, but, like, people are... They know you mean business. I think that this this has really proven that I don't know or care what the fuck a prank is. No. It's just, hey, look at me sucking my own dick. Burn. <laughs> Get over okay. Die, yes. <laughs> okay, right. So next up, Murray. Um, apologies to Snipe, but I'm going to be a bit of a train enabler. <gasps> um, they're basically they're recommending train games. Um, <laughs> they are recommending blur. No. Sid Meier's Railroads, which they got on a bundle, and it's quite good. You make okay. you you build railways and assign routes to trains, and sounds solid. It, yeah, sounds sounds great. They also recommend Train Simulator if you want to go for the more driving trains rather than building. But as previously mentioned, I think we're both more into the train set side of things. 
yeah, we both want we both want to build and operate a a, a large um, network of trains rather yeah. than in particular drive one. I feel. Yeah. Now, don't get okay. me wrong. If someone said, "Hey, do you want to drive a train?" I'd be like, "Sign me the fuck up, soldier." But yeah. um, you know, I, I it's not like the, what I want to do in a video game. Yeah. Um, their non-train related question is a very quick one. I think it's a one-word answer. They've recently been listening to a lot of covers, some ska, some 20s jazz, occasional German umpa band covers. Excellent. And their question is, is everything improved by trombones? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can extrapolate it out to be just brass in general, but the answer is still yes yeah. for trombones. If you're only going to have one bit of brass, then a trombone Ooh. isn't a bad one to be the one no, it's to a have. Pretty, it's pretty versatile. Yeah, it's because yeah. it, it's, uh, like, uh, you know, trumpet's kind of stuck in kind of the higher kind of range there and like... But a trombone can kind of do some of that, whilst also going down low. It's a good instrument to be a solo brass section, I guess, is yeah. the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um, saxophones can manage it quite well as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, trombones improve everything, yes. I have yet to see any, any musical genre, um, event or funeral, like... I prove see. this incorrect. I thought you were going to... I have yet to see anything that can't be improved by a trombone, and I was going to say keyhole surgery, but then you added musical, and I was like, well, fuck, I'm out of ideas. I mean, hell, like, <laughs> if, if you know, the people were, like, doing doing keyhole surgery, and there's just someone in the corner fucking going nuts on a trombone, <laughs> like, it had atmosphere. No, what you do is, like, you on the end of the fucking... The, you know, what? The <laughs> I, I have been in a band for, like, fucking 13 years that part the, the part you put the boxing glove on <laughs> yeah, the slide yeah, okay. yeah the boxing glove like attachment put a scalpel on there and just shank the fuck out of the person okay this is this is not doing an operation then, this is just then Lloyd Grossman this is, is just a murder yeah, but then you get another another trombone just going wah 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 yeah so and then when they die it's wah 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 and that means you haven't committed a crime yeah, yeah exactly. and then Trombone bursts in sucking his clone stick basically being like it's a prank bro please ask the next question for the love of um, God okay 40k related so okay. technician Sourwell hello the Tau have a tiny warp presence due to their genes. Yes. Do you think a Cintron sorcerer, which is hard to say, Cintian. could create a retrovirus to alter their DNA enough to make them easily corruptible? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, probably, but it... Uh, it seems I mean, like a lot of effort to go to. I don't... You know, actually, I'd probably say not, because... Um... I, mean, I guess it depends on how far you want to stretch these things because that sort of suggests that then having a soul is something that you can genetically alter. Um, but it's magic. I literally read a creepy pasta <laughs> where someone was like, the soul is real and it weighs 0.34 kilograms. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they were weighing Oddly people. Oddly specific. Yeah, it was like they were weighing people when they were like dying and they were like, oh, we saw the soul leave and it's and this person's soul was like, I don't know, two stone or whatever. No, know. no, it's just because they shit themselves when they died. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's the, the poopy change. is still there. <laughs> the poop, maybe the poop is the soul. Um, let's not let's not go any further down <laughs> oh, this. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah the, okay. the the answer is I... I, I would say that it depends on how you want to define these things because it, the warp is fundamentally magic. I mean, like, um, if you think and... it's cool, then go for it because yeah, it's yeah, space magic. Yeah. Who gives a shit? But I, Canon I, is an illusion. I, I, it's giving someone more of a soul, almost. It's it's a weird question. Uh, like, not not that their question is weird, but like uh, to think about. It's, it's a, a weird thing to answer. It, it's. Um, 
I, 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 I kind s- of, I, I kind, I think my gut reaction is that no, that shouldn't work. I'm gonna say yes because it's a, it's funny. <laughs> but I, oh, it's like it's literally the like spiritual equivalent of downloading more RAM. <laughs> and, but, I, and I like that. But like a chaos, like a chaotic virus is magic as well. So it's basically like. It's, Magic. You can explain it anyway. Yeah, magic can do magic mm. shit. Yeah, so. I don't know because even if they altered their genes, their hooves would protect them because hooves are immune to the warp. They are. That's actually canon. I just like the idea. everyone at Remley's on uh, on Twitter and just tell him that he's wrong about everything because the Tau have hooves and the hooves are warp proof. And that they yeah. can just kick That's why John Burnfall has them. Okay. <laughs> Also, um, John Burnfall, uh, he learned that by being fed by a bunch of people in Japan, that if he wants food, he has to bow first. And then they give him little bits of like bread and grain. So he like... Because he, he is he, part deer. He, he is very deer <laughs> yeah. to me. Uh, what's the next question? Um, some guy camping. Okay, that's not a question, it's more of a statement, but... We have made yeah. this joke before, I believe. I <laughs> yeah. can't you remember... You'll make it again, damn it. I can't remember my last name, so yeah, <laughs> I probably um, have made it before. So they haven't played a session of this, but D&D, one of their friends is, is going to play um, an Imperial Guardsman from 40k, mm-hmm. and they were their backstory is they were on Cadia, pylons were smashed, a heretic, a heretic psyker got a sudden burst of power from the warp and then the spell meant that the um, guardsman was transported to D&D land, whatever world setting the D&D is in. So they're doing things like they're reskinning their like Lasgun as a longbow and various things like this. Okay. Which sounds quite interesting. So their question is related to that is do you have any unique slash interesting character ideas that you'd really want to play? Yeah, but my D&D group is here so I don't want (laughs) to... Um, I think the what the one that I would like to do at some point is without without because it doesn't really give anything away. There's no specifics, but it is to do the type of thing where what you thought the character was the whole time they actually weren't. Mm. Like you know, people have said you know the things where like oh actually like they had um they had a big character and like a little companion but the companion was actually the character all along sort of thing you know they were just controlling the big it's one like crying like, being pilot like yeah basically mm. like like that kind of people have done characters like that and i quite like to do one of those where basically everything about the character is a lie mm-hmm. um hmm. and it's just and you just basically see how long it is till the party start to figure it out i mean like nathan's a bit like that yeah, but he's not like three. Well, he's an idiot. He's not three kobolds in a trench coat, which not is yet. which is more the the angle that I, I want to go with is more of like the the ludicrous sort of thing where people go, really, were you that the whole fucking time? And then the work it, I go, oh, that works, doesn't it? You twat! <laughs> I, I basically want people to be like impressed and annoyed with me. You want you want to do a Sir Barrington? I don't know, the Sir Barrington because I love yeah, Sir but Sir Barrington was upfront about what it was. It yeah, was but just... no one noticed. Yeah, but no, no NPC noticed. The party knew what it was. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a little different. It, this is more to torment the party with than the NPC. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Just to see, I thought they just asked, like... No, 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 no. Like, this is explicitly, I mean... the party doesn't know what it is, and you, you reveal okay. it at the end. Like, your character sheet is crazy secret, because basically it contains too much shit on there that would spoil it. Okay, 
Okay. I mean, you're saying that the enjoyment will be in the twist when everyone found out to wind up the party. The actual enjoyment for you is that now every single character we play with you as, we're going to be thinking, is this the one where he's doing that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm so... not because, well, I'm more like Hella than I care to admit. <laughs> so I'm just going to be like, I've forgotten about this already. We're playing D&D. <laughs> what characters would you like to play? Dinosaur. Cool, Matt. What would you want to play? I want to play as Batman Paladin. So you're you're a paladin and you're strength based, and you just use your fists rather than using a sword, and you just go around punching people with paladin smite. Good. That's the one I've got rolling around my brain at the moment. Just make that then. I know I would, but we don't play enough campaigns for all the characters I want to play as. Yeah, but yeah, honestly, same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm just I, I'm just waiting till I get to play the fucking one for the other. Thing. I need to ask um, Sarah to roll a character for my campaign that we'll yeah. be doing, that the Santa Party will be doing. So, anyway, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I've got all the ones around roll, rolling around my brain, but it's like, yeah, like you said, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yes, there is lots of good ideas, and I, I, I like the guardsman in D and D land. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Robert, this isn't a question, but it's a recommendation. Um, there's an app, which is also a website, which I found out, which where you basically create a character sheet and then you get to customise the pixel art for the character portrait. Oh, is this called... Um, give me a sec. Give me one fucking second. You should probably remember because I have Is this called not... Reroll? Yes, that's the one, because I, yeah. I, I copied that sentence, but I forgot to copy what it was actually called. Yeah, it's <laughs> called Reroll. Um, I remember because the uh, the dev posted in a, uh, mm. in like the D&D subreddit a while ago, and I've downloaded it, and it still won't let me use it. <laughs> oh, really? I keep trying like every couple ah. of weeks. I could, I used it, but it's paid. There's a free. You can do a free where you have one character, and yeah. the options are limited, yeah. and then you have to pay to get more. And I had a quick play, a quick play with it, um, but the free version is slightly limited. Yeah. Um, which isn't a bad thing because you know if something. I mean, they've got to make money. It, you know, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not having to go with that at all. But like. As much as I can do that, I also want to pay you to draw my character. So I don't want to pay this other company to do it. <laughs> Which so... I have, like, one commission on the go right now, so I can't. If you want to, like... Uh... Yeah, I've been meaning to send you details and then kept forgetting, sorry. Okay, well, we'll like, um... do it after the podcast and then I'll get on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, if you don't happen to have a friend who's a good artist... I, this is I mean, you idea. don't, but, like, you know, you're still willing to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I have many friends who are artists. Not me. Though. I'm speaking to both of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Let me say, I have many friends. I'm speaking to both of them right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, but yeah, no, it's a good I recommendation. Have, like, five other friends. I, 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 I am a fucking hermit. It's ridiculous. You're a hermit. Misanthrope. Hermit. The word is misanthrope. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last up, Cody. Hello. Um. They were listening to... No, they were watching, so I forget people watch on YouTube. It's weird when people watch the podcast because it mm. melts my brain a bit. Anyway, they were watching episode 90, and we all mentioned the show Silicon Valley, and they're just saying that... And we none of us knew anything about it, basically. Mm. Yeah. But they're saying, yeah, it's quite good. Um, okay. It's... Um, if you enjoyed um, Office Space or King of the Hill, it's by the same same bloke. That's okay. my purse. I don't yeah. know you. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, I mean that is basically all I know about King of the Hill. Um, <laughs> the best thing about 
King of the Hill is that the whole is, is Bobby Hill and the fact that there was like a space of like a couple of months where Jerome and I would just say that's my purse <laughs> I don't know you and then one of us would just die <laughs> laughing I mean yeah I mean it's not as good as the nun pizza with left beef <laughs> that no, I nearly fucking killed you with yeah that's the best <laughs> so nun pizza with left beef is a kind of it, it's in the tumble hall of fame for just shit post majesty it is somebody got like high and ordered and like on the special delivery instructions for a pizza basically had nothing on it at all not no base it was just the dough <laughs> and it was like what do you, you it's one of those ones where you can have like oh the left side has like pepperoni but the right side has pineapple they literally just had nothing on it but they had beef on the left hand side so it was none pizza with left beef i said that as an image to drama mat one day just literally m- middle of the day I was like eh, oh yeah I've just remembered nun pizza with left beef is a thing sent it to him I get a text like fucking 15 minutes later going you fucking asshole I nearly fell down the goddamn stairs because <laughs> it caught you off guard see I nearly killed drama mat with a meme it won't be the um, first time, won't be the last. You sent it and then you dabbed and yelled prank and then it was fine. It was fine. And then you were just sucking your clone's <laughs> dick for some reason and I was like, um, why is this synonymous yeah. with pranks? Um, Cody's very last thing was, um, the question related to this was, did you enjoy Office Space? And I honestly don't know what Office Space is. It's Office a movie. Office Space is a movie, you dweeb. Did you enjoy it? Should I watch it? I ain't never seen it. My brother likes it though. I've seen it. I remember it being quite good. It was a while ago okay. I saw it though. Yeah. People beat up a f- uh, fucking like... Photocopier. I mean, I get it. Fuck, I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it, it's got uh, oh, is it John C. McGinley, the guy that played John Dr. C. Cox? McGinley? Oh yeah, okay, he's cool. Uh, he's in it. Um, is isn't he? he? Oh, I'm sure he's not. I think. I seem remember being in it. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. You know what? I'm just going <laughs> to this bitch. I think it's fine. We we know one fact about it, which may or may not be a fact, and I think that's fine. And it's on very on brand for this podcast. So, yes, he is in it. <laughs> oh, he is. With a mustache. Oh, oh, there he is. Yeah. The thing about John C. McGinley is that he's so jacked, but he's also a really good actor. Mm. So, like in Identity, he's playing like this really nervous, nerdy dude who's like always like, oh no, like like he um. Like that, he pops a tire and he's like, "Okay, okay, so turn, turn into it, turn into it, pump the gas." And he's like, really like high strung and like, and then like there's a part halfway through the movie where something bad happens to him, and like you're like, "Oh fuck, this guy's like two hundred pounds of muscle." It's because someone what like, someone like threatens him and he ends up like the person doing it is like very visibly like half, half his, his physical size. size. Yeah, it's it's like. It's so fucking weird, and you're like, God, yeah, no, you are such a good actor. I forget how fucking huge you are. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, but yes, carry on. Sorry, just don't know why I said that. Just fucking <laughs> can't even remember why mm. I said no, that. But that is all of the questions. Yeah. Okay, cool. We okay. are done. Okay, so except we're not done. We're not yes. done because now we're gonna do our spoiler chat about Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Nothing, mm-hmm. anything interesting is going to be after this part. Apart from the Star Wars stuff, obviously. So we're not going to be like, oh yeah, also, if you've made it this far, then we'll give you a fucking pony or whatever. But yeah, like, there will be a point yeah, of no We'll return. give you wide horses. <laughs> wide horse. So yeah, 
If you haven't seen it, you don't want spoilers, turn off now. If you have, we're going to spoil the fuck out of it. But we want to mm. talk about it. We'd like to talk yes. about it. Okay. Who would like to start? Can I say a sentence? I've got a sentence in my head. Okay. So we're not going to spoil it before the bit, but unfortunately, like, Star Wars already spoiled it. <laughs> no, no, no. J.J. Abrams spoiled it. J.J. Abrams has kind the of... The fandom spoiled it. Well, everything Because of what it. they did to fucking Rose Tico. Mm, yeah. I'm so fucking angry about that. I'm genuinely do, angry about yeah, it. Yeah, I do I do have like a, a, a this might take me a, a moment to get through, but I have okay, a, a constructed yeah. um, okay, good. like yep, thought go. about this. Go for so it. just to be upfront, um I did I, I thought the movie was like watchable, but it was quite disappointing and is mired with so many flaws. Um, and I, I personally really liked The Last Jedi. And I thought it That's was a terrible follow-up to it. I loved it. Um, and I consider that this movie is sort of the worst case sort of scenario for that. Because, so, a lot of people got very mad at The Last Jedi. Um, some of them even had reasons. Um, that weren't just women. Yeah, there was, and, but because the last movie, um, a lot of its critique, which is being very generous to call a lot of what happened critique uh because it receives such mass hatred um from certain reactionary parts of um the internet it meant that it became a movie that was basically impossible to have an actual earnest conversation about because mm. um it sort of just boiled down to in either you loved it or you hated it and people that hated it were misogynist um and people that loved it were the woke people um and it's a lot more you know it's a lot more nuanced than that but that but also also there was a lot of misogyny like a ludicrous amount of it and a lot of racism and it just it was a fucking shit show and it had been boiling up since the force awakens as well yeah like so there was there was a lot of bad shit that had been roaming around and i think the last jedi was just like a fucking head of like a lot of poison that had been brewing for a while and The Last Jedi was, even if you didn't personally like it, it followed on from the ideas of The Force And like, just to, just to be clear, you could have not liked it with, for not these yeah, reasons yeah. as well. We're not yeah, saying yeah. if you We're didn't not... like it, you are this. And I guess, likewise, you could you could also like it and be a racist, I guess. Just to... Just to... Yeah, yeah, like, like it, it does... <laughs> just it, cover all bases. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Just, just kind of put but, it in a place that there was... A, yeah, no, no, I just yeah. don't, want to, don't want people to think we're accusing them of something... You yeah, know. no, totally fair, but, totally yeah. fair. Um, because yeah, there, there was this like real hate campaign against it that was largely unfounded. But, yeah, a um, lot of it was just bullshit. Yeah, um, and it sort of meant that the actual conversations about the movie basically weren't able to happen. Um, I, I personally thought it was really good. It's not, you know, it wasn't without flaws, but it but it was good, and I it followed on from the ideas of the Force Awakens and elaborates on them and did some interesting things with it. Now, the problem with The Rise of Skywalker coming out is that you feel bad about saying bad things about it because The Last Jedi had so much disingenuous bad shit said about it that you feel kind of like bad. You're like, I don't Mm. just want to be the person that's complaining about Star Wars because I got so annoyed with people being shitty about it. But this movie is really quite bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, I really want to like not hate on it but i think the only things i have to say about it are bad i like it's it's, yeah. it's not got it's, it's not completely devoid of like fun moments it has it has it, it has some good moments like you know 
I hate the fact that Ray is a Palpatine. I hate that. I hate so that much. so much. And it's like, you know, no. Make it so she yeah, she's she's nobody. Her being no one was great because it, it was established- because it stopped like it stopped the whole fucking like the fucking lineage problem yeah, that Skywalker, Star Wars has. The Skywalker fucking dynasty. I'm so fucking sick of it. And it's like, no, that's really cool. And I know she's not a Skywalker, but fuck off. Like it's like, oh yeah, she's, she's Palpatine. It's like, oh fuck off. And I also I like it how like evilness is apparently genetic. Like her be her that's being like no really one. That's like really fucked was... up. It's like like her just being no one and her going, but the Jedi have problems, but the Sith have problems, but but more well, not the Sith, but you know. The dark side has problems, and so does like the Jedi. And like her being just a normal person was gave it such a fucking cool, like refreshing take on it. And it, 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 it this whole thing of it, it ends on the on the whole idea that just because a Luke Skywalker has died doesn't mean hope has, because the Force is controllable by anyone it democratized it, you don't the force. have to be a fucking skywalker yeah and i thought mm. and, and that was just a really nice way to end it because it yeah. basically it, it ultimately it put out an idea of that anyone can be a hero yeah and then, and then just go, oh yeah no you're a palpatine it. and because you're a palpatine genetically you are evil which i think is i think is really disgusting it's, it's like not, okay yeah, it's, it's that's not, not a good message to send it's like, oh yeah, like her her like critique and her dislike of certain practices within the quote unquote good guys like regime. Oh, that that's just because she's genetically not a good person. Was really stupid. Um, just one one final thing uh, to mention is just that the reason why I think like all of that is like it is quite bad um, is because. In this movie, they effectively decanonize or retcon shit from The Last Jedi so much. The fact that they put Rose mm. Tico into the background. Um, and I know some of these things are to do like, like uh, with Carrie Fisher's um, passing. That that screwed up some kind of things in the plot and things like that. I, I'm, I'm aware of that. But like the way things got structured, it basically came across like the entire movie was a capitulation to that toxic element. Mm. And that was what I was always worried about, was that it was going to be that. I don't know if it wasn't explicit or if it was just J.J. Abrams had an idea that he wanted to do from The Force Awakens and the fact that The Last Jedi didn't do it. He basically went, well, fuck yeah. it, I'm doing my story yeah, anyway. It was, it was, in essence, a weird all-out war between J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson. And Ryan Johnson was like, okay, I liked what you did with The Force Awakens, but I'm going to make it... Good. its own thing rather than just like the force awakens was fine but it was just a new hope and it was very quite it was what it needed to be but then it could have gone off in an inter- interesting direction and johnson did that and then jj abrams was like nope all the things that you said make it interesting i'm going to spend this whole film almost telling the audience oh you know that thing that was interesting nah that's not here anymore and yeah. it's like this is it was really like at one point i'm sure that i can't remember which bit i noticed it when i watched it and now i can't remember but like someone almost looks straight at the camera when something happens to like cha- to like go back on one of the things that Johnson did in the second one, and I was just like, "Oh, that's is he just basically saying fuck you, Ryan Johnson, into the camera?" I, <laughs> I was believe like, this is really yes. weird. It's like, yeah, it's just like you guys are not on the same page at all about this. Yeah. That's 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 sort of bothers me because it's it's probably not the case that that it is like them just bowing to the, the toxic elements. It's probably not. Like they did, like I say, it's just Jagram's doing his thing. 
Um, but yeah, the the fact that it feels like that is just it's just disappointing. I think more than anything else because it meant that the it meant that the the narrative just kind of fell flat because it had to effectively be retcon episode eight and episode nine at the same time, and it was just a bit eh mm. because of that. I felt. But yeah, that, that's like my before you know before I, before you know getting into like individual nitpicks. That's sort of like my overarching sort of feeling about it. It was just kind of a bit. Eh. It just to me felt like it was like two different movies crammed into one. Mm. It's like mm, you remember okay. X Men First Class, how there was like moments of what was the um, Magneto solo movie, and you were like, "This is interesting. I like this," and then the mashup happened, and just. <laughs> snapped you out of it it felt like that and it felt i'm i'm so like full disclosure for some reason this movie literally sends like just talking about it sends me into an anxious fucking wreck and i think it's because i think ray and ben solo make it an amazing couple and i really like their kind of like stories and how they kind of like uh, i like the force dyad is cool i like that a lot but I know a lot of people basically like, the toxic element basically just label that as like the same kind of um, disregard that they do with quote unquote mummy porn. Mm. It's like oh, of course you'll like that. Girls like that shit, and it's like no, I think I think Kylo Ren is an incredibly interesting character, mm. and I think Ray is an incredibly interesting character. Like especially because like Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver are fucking crazy good actors and honestly just like it just kind of sucked seeing them deal with such a shit time mm. in this one and it's like yeah like the whole like bit at the end where like they basically kiss i thought was adorable and it was really sweet and i just but i do feel that the, that whole scene was just completely fucked it feels like editors you'll you'll get me here where there's like three different editors who haven't watched through the segment they're editing and just go in and do whatever they want. Yeah. It was so disjointed. Ben gets thrown away immediately. He literally doesn't have a line of dialogue after he gets redeemed. No. And it's like, that's <laughs> fucking garbage. And it's... It... Oh no, sorry, he goes, ow, I think. I think he says ow. ow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He maybe grunts a few times. Yeah. There is actually, while we're on this bit, this bit, this this scene here, actually one of my favourite bits of the film. So just just because oh, I do the want lightsaber to, behind the, the lightsaber back. Thing, that was that so cool, cool. Right? Like that was like just because we found we've learned out learned throughout the film and a bit in the last one that when they're having this weird forced connection telekinesis whatever not telekinesis that's moving things yeah um, telekinetic psychic link psychic thing. whatever it is that sometimes bits of the environment get passed through that too they can touch each other mm. and interact with each yeah, other yeah and, and yeah and they, but also bits of the environment so like bits of sand can go across or the like various other items or darth things. vader's skull for some reason yeah for and he's like oh my god race in my room yeah, i think it's just the helmet yeah, i don't think it's his yeah. actual skull <laughs> no 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 his skull's in there no his skull's in there <laughs> but i do like 
like, it's so, I'm it's so, my mom. It's so mashed in, you couldn't like possibly remove the skull yeah, out of it anymore. Fair, so. actually, exactly. Fair. So yeah, that's that's kind of. But um, yeah, the bit where we, where they pass, where they use this their advantage and pass the lightsaber that is fucking cool. So fucking I will give cool. it that. I, I honestly like, like I. This is completely nothing to do with the movie, but like you can tell that Adam Driver's had military training because how he bursts out of that fucking wall while holding a pistol. Mm. I was looking at that going, that is textbook. <laughs> oh my man, that is so mm. well done. But yeah, and I just thought that was really sweet. And I love like how Ray looks when she's like, oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna help Ben out. And like you can see mm. them kind of like lock eyes and it's just this beautifully pure moment. Mm. And I just thought it was really, really nice. But it but really I didn't shouldn't like... have come after The Last Jedi where they establish, no, this guy cannot be redeemed. I still mm. think that he should be. I mean, like, fine if yeah, you everyone's keep... got a chance of rege- with redemption. Okay, so like, you literally hear Anakin Skywalker at the end being like, "Bring balance to the Force, Ray, as I did." And then there's like, you know, they always put fucking Anakin in there as like a Force ghost, being like, "Yeah, I'm watching over you." If like, because they honestly like, Star Wars sucks Anakin Skywalker's dick so hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, he killed children, he choked his pregnant wife, he's a fucking monster. He's, he's done many a genocide. Yeah. Ben Solo was a scared fucking kid whose uncle tried to kill him, and like he was just like, well, Who, get... Who all the while was being manipulated. Was being like whispered and manipulated constantly, and just being isolated. And it's like, look, I'm not sitting there going, he had no agency. I'm saying that... Between Anakin and fucking Ben Solo, Ben Solo deserves redemption. Anakin is fucking beyond it. And I don't like how he's just, like, fucking deified as a force ghost all the fucking time. I will will say that uh, Anakin's backstory is just as bad. Like, he he was totally isolated. He did way worse stuff, though. Yeah, but he also had a lot longer to do it. Okay, fine. Um... I, I, I think they're roughly comparable, uh, honestly. Okay. Um, like, um, but it's just because we see the, the movies, are, the, the new movies uh, take place in a much shorter space of time than you think. Because mm-hmm. uh, I looked it up. I assume that they occurred over a similar kind of time span to the original movies where they were over the course of several years. But no, like the, the three um, new movies take place over the course of about a year. That's stupid. It oh, should well, be years. Okay. Yeah, so so like so the t- the span of time that he's been doing bad shit is quite short compared to the like decades that mm-hmm. Anakin was doing shit. But I also actually like Kylo Ren. Well, I like Ben Solo because well, a he's not Anakin, <laughs> and b he's got so much more dimensions to his character than I feel Anakin did, and his hatred of sand. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, they, they did a lot of good things with him. I, I think the the big thing is um, that it's just because um, him him being redeemed in the, the narrative. Just because uh, JJ Abrams stuff has the problem of everything being kind of just a reiteration of the original trilogy, um, and that just then makes him the Darth Vader again um, to do the same kind of general thing. Um, but again, again, this is a thing where it's like um, it it might uh, it might have worked better to me if J.J. Abrams had had control of the, over the whole trilogy. Like I think that's what I what I'm kind of would be most mm. interested to see is what would happen if either Ryan Johnson got to direct um, and, and write Rise of Skywalker, or if J.J. Abrams had been in control the whole time. I think either way we would have got a much yeah, it would have been more, movie. It would have been more coherent at least. Yeah, because yeah, there's just a, a lot there that just. 
even even little things. Like I, I I've heard somewhere. I don't know if it's one hundred percent true, but that there that this movie got edited down like crazy. Um, well, I mean, the editing in it is abysmal. Mm, the pacing be- is awful. Because whilst I was watching it, I was like, I, there is there's like very visible like scene missing parts. Also, can I just say, it's so nice to see that we're finally getting some LGBTQIA plus representation. Oh, you mean the kind that they can, uh, that is so brief and fleeting, you they can edit it out for... fucking notice. For China, yeah. Yeah, they can, I think Singapore is the place where it's been edited out for, specifically. Um, yeah, that's, you're really being brave there, lads. Also, <laughs> let's give fucking Finn a, a, like, a, a lady who's also black to have some sudden weird relations like, who who's basically just like female version of him because oh yeah uh Finn and Poe can't get together because bad and also is related to Lando but the way they I hate that shit where the, everyone's I mean, related to someone else the way like, they foreshadow that is like I couldn't work out if Lando was just hitting on her yeah I know really weird out yeah like there's so many things where, like like how Finn never ever says what he was trying to tell Ray. Which is apparently yeah. just oh, I'm force sensitive. So why why would you include two scenes that reference that? Also, force healing is kind of stupid. It's like a canon thing, but they've never brought it up in the movies and just yeah. make it the cornerstone of the plot of it's... the entire movie's a bit weird. Yeah, it's weird. And it's just stuff like that all the time. Like it, it does really feel like there is a version of this movie that's like three and a half hours long that is that still would be bad because Palpatine but it would be a lot better mm. no like literally to see and like the fact that it's like oh yeah Palpatine's back like, why is it I I hate that Snoke, so much Snoke was a puppet the whole time okay why why though like where did just like I mean, honestly it does feel like J.J. Abrams was just like fuck Ryan Johnson he did it better and now I'm gonna get like really pissy and undo everything it's like how about fuck off it's just, I, I, I'm just bewildered by it. It's just a movie that the more you think about it, the more it hurts Honestly, you. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more tired I get. And it's just... I think this is just kind of tied into my anxiety and depression, but it's just like, everyone has a fucking opinion, and I honestly am so fucking tired. It's like, yeah, it wasn't a good movie, and yeah, it could have been better, and it wasn't. And it was a really disappointing end to a actually really promising mm. trilogy with really good mm. characters and really interesting concepts. That in the third movie went fucking nowhere, was edited abysmally, completely decided to change things. Wrote out like Rose Tico is honestly, she's high up in my favorite character lists. She is, she was really sweet, really cute, fucking just adorable, sweet creature. And obviously, you get the minority of the idiots screaming, "Oh, she's like Jar 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 Binks." Let's literally send her death and rape threats until she deletes all of her social media presence because we're adults and have big boy brains and it's just like that's one of the things that makes me reticent to be in the star wars fandom mm. because people get so fucking well you're not a star wars fan unless you've read all of the expanded universe <laughs> stuff anyway so don't oh, get yeah. me started you know. but no it's just kind of like oh yeah like you know this there is a toxic toxic element to every fandom mm. uh don't get me wrong but the problem is like with certain things, like Rick and Morty, the toxic, the toxicity of the fandom, the minority tend to shout pretty. F- the toxicity of the. F- <laughs> Sorry, <go on. laughs> they tend to shout pretty fucking loud and do pretty fucking nasty Ooh, yes. shit, and every every fandom has that to a greater or lesser extent. And Star Wars is intimidating to get into, not just because there's loads of EU shit that's awful. But there is a good, there is a lot of bad, y'all. yeah. There's a lot of gatekeeping, 
there's a lot of hate for people who aren't white men. Yeah, that was one that really shocked me when uh, Force Awakens came out yeah, and when that we found out, that out. And they were like, oh god, like, Ray's just, okay, so she's like, she's a scavenger and knows how to fight. Yeah, okay, why can't she be like, like, you know, like, she's a Mary Sue on, like, Luke Skywalker who just, like, flew an X-Wing after having, like, no prior training and was just really good at shit for no reason. Finn shouldn't be able <laughs> to use a lightsaber. He's not got the force. And stormtroopers Which... aren't black. They're, they're all clones. They haven't been clones since a clone was, you dipshit. And it's just, honestly, that just, I think that, again, plays into why I feel so anxious about voicing my opinions about it. No, I get you. Mm, because yeah. I honestly don't have the spoons for it. I, so I'm mm. literally... Every time we upload a fucking Codex Compliant, I have to brace myself for a fucking handful of fucking outrageously nasty, venomous comments at literally just because I'm the gender I am. Literally, like, like, like I couldn't write, I couldn't help write the last one, so it was basically all wib, because I was literally vomiting everywhere, and some guy comes in and basically is just like, oh yeah, the woman isn't funny, but your jokes were okay, and it's like... Yeah, I wrote them all in that video. Yeah, <laughs> so. and, it's, and it's like, so when I get faced with that in anything else, I just immediately lose all energy and just want to cry. Mm. <laughs> it's really tiring, I you think, know? Like, yeah. I think that ties into what I was saying, honestly, about how the the discussion around these pre- the previous two movies got so toxic that... It was unbearable. I think that's mm. what it's what I think that's why people have got so kind of frustrated and like really with this movie is because it is bad and it's legit got major it major has problems. A hell of a lot of problems. It's the like... first it's the first time I've gone. No, we need a director's cut yeah. version is because exactly. I want to see all the shit that you had to cut out because then maybe things will make sense. It's just incredibly frustrating mm. because yeah, it's like I there were certain bits I liked. I mean. I thought the choreography wasn't fantastic. The but fight choreography was way worse than The Last Jedi. It's it really was. weird. I mean, to be fair, that throne room scene is, like, my favourite thing in any Star Wars ever. But, like... Yeah, it was just, like... It felt like they were fighting instead of any Force Bond stuff. Because I, th- I think this movie was in serious need of downtime. But I digress. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I liked... I liked... Yeah, the lightsaber Passover was really cool. Um... I mean, I don't know why two lightsabers helps you have more force power than just having one. Is that a thing? No, no. They just, you, just a they're stick. just they're just literally yeah, laser sticks. But you can you can fight back space lightning if you have two sticks rather than yeah. one. That's fine. Mace Windu fought back maybe, force maybe that maybe that is like with one. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 not like completely unthink. Also, oh, why did she have Luke's lightsaber back? Well, Anakin's lightsaber, really, um, because it got destroyed in the Last Jedi. That's just another one of the things they just went. Oh no, no, it's fixed now. No, we saw the Kyber crystal get shattered. <sighs> you can't just. She could have built her own lightsaber. That could have been cool instead of just putting it at the end of the movie. I liked the fact, like you know, I liked the the fact that they did a big kissing. I liked the fact that, you know, I, I liked the scene where they swapped the lightsabers. That was really cool, especially because Palpatine <laughs> visibly defecated. Mm. That was cool, too. Um, Palpatine's quite good in it. He shouldn't lit, be in it, but he's, he's quite lit fun. very well. I think it's all that kind of stuff. I also like Dark Ray was interesting because they, like, yeah, really... Yeah, she was cool. Yeah, they, and they really did foreshadow the Palpatine thing with, like, the hood and how, like, she mm. did the... Bleh, 
and had mm. the Palpatine like unlimited power face. It was nice to see Billy D. Williams again. Oh yeah, like gender fluid fucking icon. Love that dude. It was nice to see him. I mean, Which, I'm not sure uh, what he's been doing. Not the actor, the character. Yeah. What Lando's been doing on that planet for the last. 30 odd years however long nothing, it's been apparently, yeah. he hasn't been there the whole time <laughs> well he just happened to be back there when they were back there, mm. there, there this, this, I think it's more likely that he's been there the whole time right? yeah. the movie runs entirely on contrivances so it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah and you know I, it was really nice seeing Carrie Fisher again even if some yeah. of the CGI was how much? how much of it was stuff that she'd filmed and how much of it was like oh I'd say like from because they said they said that they weren't going to CGI any of her they uh, CGI'd before. her when she's like doing Jedi training with, with Luke, which I'm not even going to start how much sense that doesn't make. Yeah, that yeah. face was awful. But, like... I, I do actually know, because I, I looked okay. it up, if that helps. Um, and most of the shots of her are her head imposed onto a body double. Um, okay. And it's sh- things that weren't used in The Last Jedi. Okay. Like That's oh, okay, why, right, that's why yeah. some of her stuff seems a little bit, like... Weird. Nonsensical, like mm-hmm. it. Well, not nonsensical, but it's sort of very unimportant yeah. because it was basically mm. B-roll footage. There may be some right, things okay. that she actually shot, but like, yeah. as far as I'm aware, most of her stuff was. But that. no, I okay. mean, I got super emotional seeing her on on screen. Mm. I was just like, oh god, I miss Carrie Fisher, y'all. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was sad. But I mean, like, it sucks so hard that this is the one she got sent off in. You know. Mm. But it was it was really nice kind of seeing their force ghosts at the end, which also Ben Solo not having a force ghost, even though he did the de- the, the the Jedi like just fucking evaporate Melt. thing, <laughs> yeah. like so he could go for force ghost. Him not being there is such like that feels like there was a change last minute kind <laughs> of thing. <laughs> I think it was a lot of changes last minute. On you this know standard. what I mean? Didn't he have like reshoots like six months before it was being released? Something like that's like that, crazy. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some, that that's some Suicide pretty... Squad levels of fucked yeah. up, but yeah, and it's like honestly, it's just it's just really heartbreaking because I I love the Last Jedi. That was a fantastic fucking mm. movie. It was beautiful. The fight scenes were fantastic. It had it had some fun some fun moments and stuff. And it was just like, uh, yeah. how how is the Force Ghost like tech got worse between movies? Yoda looked great. He did. Yeah, um, yeah. Yet Luke in this looks really like oh we'll just pass a blue filter over him. He, no, fine. he's he's like a he's got like a blue neck curtain over him. Yeah. He's like sup, it's me, Luke Luke Starkiller. <laughs> <laughs> Base. Yeah, oh, but no, it's just yeah. It, I did really like Ray's lightsaber at the end, although I was kind of a bit cranky. She did have like a Darth Maul kind of thing because she fights with a stick. I choose to believe. Yeah, I yeah. choose to believe that we only saw her ignite one side of it because Darth Maul's yeah, thing was, you know could what? be ignited separately. Head cannon accepted. That was cool. Yeah. And also, like, I I did like um, Dio. Uh, no, 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 no. Thank you. Because it's a, it's a droid with anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought the design yeah. of him was a bit shitty, but I thought like just the. Like, you know... He was quite cute. He was cute. And he was like, mm. uh, no, no, thank you. Like, cause doesn't, like, an animal, like, like go to sniff him? And he's like, no, thank you. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's that's really sweet. I like that. That's cute. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, that's the thing. There was, like, I think because of The Last Jedi being so good, it makes this look so much worse in comparison. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And like, that just makes me sad. Like, if this had come out, like, um... With like the prequels, it w- I don't think it would stand out anywhere no. near as bad. 
But mm. just this, it's just yeah, it's just disappointing. I think it's just thing. honestly, it just makes me sad. It's like it's not even like funny. I can't, I can't even make jokes about it. I'm just like, no, it just makes me feel fucking mm. sad. Like I but, can, you know, it's okay though because at the end of it, where that random new person appears and gets a weirdly large amount of screen time definitely saw where the lightsabers are buried and she's obviously Luke's cousin or some sort of bullshit <laughs> oh no that's Luke's so, like great know. auntie twice removed yeah or something he's also related to Palpatine and now she's got two lightsabers that she definitely <gasps> saw where they were buried so you know we've, we've got episode 10 set up so it's fine just, just that old lady just murdering Tusken Raiders <laughs> with two lightsabers yeah. she is yeah. the new like fucking Darth Vader yeah, like, also, oh, what are the chances that she's related? It's like it's 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 new. It's Star Wars. There's, she's obviously related. Everyone's mm. related to someone. <sighs> so like, I like it how the only other black person they encounter is like that's obviously Lando's kid. Yeah, it's like well, oh, I mean, did they ever say that in the film, or is everyone just assuming that? No, no, she's, she's supposed to be Lando's in, kid yeah. in the visual dictionary, which is basically the thing that has told everyone every like the questions that they had apart from you know why is Palpatine back? None of this makes sense. <laughs> but the little things okay. where you go, what the fuck were they on with, with on with with that? That's answered a bunch of them, and it basically uh, okay. strongly implies that she's related to Lando. Uh, okay, and it means that it. It's not just an old man oh, hitting... Everyone's related to everyone, yeah. Yeah, it, it ma- makes it not just old man hitting on Honestly, I'm just surprised that fucking Finn and the lady weren't related or, like, half-brother and sister because apparently the only people who know black people are other black people. Yeah, that's mm. a bit unpleasant. Yeah, it was like... I Okay, for, like, full transparency, I do not believe that's what they intended at all. I don't believe that that was, like, a deliberate malicious thing. I'm just saying, it looks bad. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Like, so. I mean, there's like a lot of things where there's just stuff in the movie that's just there, like for recognition and not there because it's like important. So I it's mean, like, 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 like Ben gets his helmet redone for like no reason. Yeah, it doesn't narratively serve a pur- serve a purpose. It just oh, looks like he's standing no, there watching. That, a that's the bit. Pizza. That's the bit where J.J. Abrams basically walks on screen, looks at the camera, and goes, "Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. You broke my helmet. I'm fixing it." Yeah, yeah. and it's like no. Stop. Like that was when he stopped. Like him smashing his helmet is him stopping just That's being a, a Vader cosplayer thing. and mm. him becoming Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Him really mm. becoming the character. Like casting aside the past, you know, the whole past. You know, let the past die, kill, kill it, it if you have to. to. Like it really ties into that thing, and that's that's cool because it ties into that. And then just repairing it doesn't serve a purpose. He's barely wearing it for the rest of the movie. So no, because we got to see anything. that pretty face and nice hair. Um, also, I will say <laughs> his hair looked amazing in this movie. <laughs> Um, but like there's lots of little things like oh we see the Ewoks again okay big fucking whoop um, it ends on Tatooine okay why why it starts like, on like fucking oh what's it oh it starts on Mustafa not yeah, that you know that it starts on Mustafa yeah. like that serves Mustafa, no pu- Mustafa <laughs> there's like just lots of things where it's just imagery that you would recognise but it serves no well, I purpose mean, like, like them going back to Tatooine why would they Leia no, never went to Tatooine no I mean like it, it just feels like I mean a lot of fan fiction and EU stuff has a huge fucking problem. And I know that fan, fi- fan fiction is basically just unlicensed EU. Mm. Um, and vice versa. Like, you know, fan like EU stuff is just paid fan fiction. Mm. So, like, I'm not throwing fan fiction under the bus. And it's like... Uh, everyone's related to, like, someone famous. And that's just a staple of piss-poor writing. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm Ray Palpatine. It's like, fuck off, are you? That's really <laughs> stupid. Oh, and then, like, 
fucking this woman who like is just there she just happens to be Lando's kid like or like, oh they're gonna end, let's mm. end the movie with Ray going back to Tatooine and burying lightsabers it's like Tatooine narratively like nor emotionally to the character of Ray doesn't mean shit to her why wouldn't she go back to the place she was trained that means something to her yeah that's like that that's where she spent time with luke that's where you know she had all like the the false bond flirting with kylo that's like that's an important place that that was where luke died mm. why not there Make a because memorial it's to because him. it doesn't it doesn't go back to the originals yeah and that's, that's literally it so it's mm. like it's like fucking it's like creepy pasta shit they always make it stupid so that you can draw fan art of it. You know what I mean? They always It's always gotta be tied into the wider. It's always gotta be tied thing. into something. It's always gotta be like really dumb and weird. And it's like just stop tying things into everything. Things can be completely unrelated, which is why Ray just being a nobody meant everything to me. And like the whole fucking they sold you for drinking money to protect you? Like, uh. mate? <laughs> who the fuck wrote that line? Someone who was desperately retconning The Last Jedi. Jesus Christ. Like, th- I think that's, uh, uh, as I was saying, like, it's a, it's a movie that the more you think about it, the more frustrated you get with it. Because mm. there's just so many little bits where you go, why did that happen? Why did that character do that? Why did... Why did no one notice even, like, why did Finn not say, like, oh, by the way, Chewbacca's on a different ship? Because as far as we're aware, he totally <laughs> yeah. would have seen which one he'd so, gone on. you know, when they wiped yeah. C-3PO's memory and then it didn't matter that he his memory, right? Whatever. It yeah. just meant and he had, like, like, two hours wiped and that was about it. And then, like, there's the part where, like, he's carrying Chewbacca's gun that was in the trailers and it was like, oh, why is C-3PO got Chewbacca's fucking crossbow? Yeah, it was on the poster. Yeah, yeah. oh no! And then it's- it was like, oh, he was probably going to actually die. And then they just went, nah. We ca- also, like, fucking, it turns out Dio is, like, fucking Chewbacca's son. Um, Wasn't it also good how Dio had a map the whole time, so, like, a quarter of the movie didn't matter? Yeah. <laughs> it, like, ever, ever, just... And because Palpatine is back, the original movies don't matter. Well, Anakin yeah, yeah. bringing balance to the Force doesn't matter. Yeah. Who did the Emperor fuck? That's see, like he like fucking like like did he did he go out to a bar? Did he like did he go on Tinder? <laughs> Be like fucking like super like legit nice guy looking for like fertile field in which to sow my seed. <laughs> <laughs> it is unless we want to sit here and just rag on yeah. it because like. We could sit here and just complain about everything. Oh yeah, yeah. We could probably go through it in order and bitch about yeah. every bit. I think that's the thing. Like it is, but... it is that sort of that sort of experience. And it'd be as I... long as the movie needed to be. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the big thing. Like um, ultimately, like it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna ruin my life. I, I, it's it's not gonna make me dislike Star Wars. I'm not gonna fucking be, still be talking about this in like two years time. Like, yeah, because you don't run a skeptic YouTube channel. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> like it's not it's not the end of Star Wars. It doesn't it doesn't no, matter. My, I mean, honestly, just... the thing I've just taken away from this is just like I'm just gonna pretend that this movie didn't happen. I'm gonna pretend that after the Last Jedi. The fan fiction in my head where it goes really cool and they have big cool lightsaber fights and then Raylo is canon <laughs> and she's still nobody and 
then Leia gives her life so that Ben can live because she's like, I love my son, even though he's a bit of a fuck up. And honestly, I said it on Twitter as a joke, but you know, who hasn't wanted to stab their dad? <laughs> like, you know, your experiences think... may not be universal, but they I do may... appreciate them. Thank you. I appreciate it. So like, you know, I, <sighs> I'm just going to pretend that the third movie didn't. Like, episode 9 didn't And to be honest, The Last Jedi ends in in a place of hope. It ends in a a good place It's a down place, but it's still one of hope. So it's still like Mm. a... That would be a satisfying place to end it. Certainly more satisfying than this fucking movie. Yeah, also, Mm. Rose Tico is beautiful, and she's like... She deserved so much better. She deserves so much fucking better. What What a lovely character. Um, should we wrap up now? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, <laughs> it's we're we're almost at three hours. Yeah, so. <laughs> I would say we could just sit here and bitch about it, but like there were a few things that I liked about it, and honestly, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna keep enjoying my little head cannons and where I think it should have gone, and just ignore episode nine. Yeah, and hope yeah. that yeah. you know that Disney fucking learns something. About, yeah. like, Disney won't learn. Disney will make make money off it. So, I'm well. I mean, the thing is, I want like the best thing about a new Star Wars is merch, and I've literally like there's no merch for this movie. It's really weird, actually. Yeah, there's been a weird the lack light, of merch. The Kylo Ren lightsaber I bought with my Christmas money was from the Last Jedi <laughs> merch. Yeah, even in like the Disney store, which which usually yeah, around a Star like Wars nothing. release is like there's four. like oh there's like a diode like toy, and then that's basically it and you can get like the the ren masks with like the red um like fix fixy paste in it and that's like it that's like you can barely get fucking anything and i'm like but i have been i have been really eyeing up this thing in game which is like a which is like a star wars gift set where you can get like the phone stand like thing because like they have them in another shop but they don't have kylo ren and this one has a Kylo Ren ring stand that's silver. And I was like, oh, and it's got Kylo Ren socks. And I'm like, oh, and it's got like <laughs> Kylo Ren coasters. And I'm like, oh, and it's got a Kylo Ren notepad. And I'm like, oh, but it's like 20 quid. And I'm like, that is like four times as much as that should cost. I mean, it was 14 quid at the um, post-Christmas sales. And I was like, ooh, I'll see if it goes down. And it literally went up in price. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. Um but yeah, I mean, like you know, if if you like the movie, cool. Like, I'm if you I'm, like the movie, that's yeah. amazing, and I'm so happy for you. I think I I just needed to like just complain about it for a bit because it was just mm. it was as I said a few times, it's just, it was just disappointing, and it's just mm. sad to see that something that had so much promise, like just didn't there was just there, just fell the last hurdle. Yeah, and like I. I think that over the years we are going to find out a lot about the making of this movie and about yeah, the writing definitely. process. And it was, and like, I've already heard like people talking about how it was originally they originally kind of wanted to do it as a two movie thing, but I think it that would ruin, been a lot better. But it would ruin the way that they build trilogies, and it's like. I'm sorry, but... It... Why didn't you plan this out? Yeah. You had three movies to tell a story. And obviously, yeah. the main writers weren't communicating with each other. So, yeah. why did this happen? Why did you plan this so... Like, because there's all these tie-in novels and things. So Short-sightedness of Hollywood. Yeah, obviously, like, there is a big plan of where they're going to take it. Why did that not happen with the movies? The single linchpin mm. around which all this EU stuff you've made. Why was it not worked out? I... 
I want a, I want a director's cut. I have never said this before about Star Wars, but I want to see the extended version because I want to know what the fuck was what, what where the explanations for everything that's just not explained. Like Palpatine coming back, like why Snoke was just a well, clone. If you played the Fortnite like tie-in, <laughs> you would know why Palpatine's back. <laughs> is that a real? Th- I don't that even is know. That's a real, real thing fucking thing. Oh fuck! Why really? In the starting scroll, that references an event in Fortnite as canon. Yeah, in so Star you, Wars. you know how it oh, says wow. that Palpatine was like his voice was heard. It was the dead Fort- speak. Oh it yeah, was, it yeah, was yeah, heard yeah, yeah. in Fortnite. Yeah, I did see read that. Yeah. Was like, so imagine like what? Palpatine flossing over like oh, Ben wow. Solo's dead body. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> like if oh, that no. in a good movie, oh, no. in a good movie, you'd go, that's that, that's a ridiculous show of the excesses of like tie-in marketing, and it's funny, but whatever. But in this movie, it's just mm. one. It, it just means that the very first line of this kind of disappointing movie is already a little it's bit like, upsetting. Hey, oh kids, let's fucking. Floss to victory mm. by buying fucking cosmetic items, <laughs> and of course it's a funny thing because it, it, if you did, if you'd never heard about that, it wouldn't even. All you'd go is like, yeah, I, I was quite happy knowing about <laughs> thirty seconds ago, not knowing about that. Good, <laughs> let the hate flow through you. <laughs> it's like Lovecraftian knowledge. You're now burdened with it, and it will slowly yeah. send you mad. Oh, thanks, guys. You've completely ruined the film for me. <laughs> Oh yeah, because it didn't do that itself. <laughs> it went from being forgettable to just being like, actively vindictive oh, on I'm a personal upset. level. <laughs> oh god, I will say, opening line: "The dead speak." Strong opening. That's line, fucking though. powerful. That's actually, that, I actually don't mind that. That's that's a strong campy line to open this opening text crawl that are based on like the old serial text crawls that were campy. Yeah. So you know what. You know, I will say my favorite part in any Star Wars ever, and it, honestly, it's in every Star Wars, is when the opening text scroll comes up and there's the big swell of music. I always look over at you and see you grinning like a little kid. I feel like <laughs> an eight-year-old again. And it's the most—that's yeah. my favorite part about Star Wars. I think you know. I think that's that's the other thing is that I though I got that from like the opening text scroll. I the joy of Star Wars just wasn't present. For yeah, the rest right. Of it. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I, I couldn't be entertained by it. But I was just... trying to be romantic and shit. But okay. No, no, legit. Mm. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, I do love that. No, it's I like, know. like I, I. It's one of the reasons why we put these in the, when we've done. So we did this for Infinity War as well. I put these, you know, we put these things at the end uh, because we don't want to spoil things. Because I just think like I, how, like, I, how, like I felt like seeing certain things because like Star Wars is like something that's different to me. Like it's something that I just think is fun. I don't care that it's stupid. Um, I just like it. It makes me feel like a kid again. Like I remember, and uh, I remember when Ghost Yoda comes out in the Last Jedi, and I and like that reached deep inside to the child, and like I just I was it's fucking Yoda, it's puppet Yoda. I'm so happy right now. It made me so fucking like happy to see that. And whenever it tried to do that in this movie, it never got close. It was like, oh hey, because I think it doesn't wedge turn up at some point. It's a yeah. blink and you'll miss it thing, and yeah. it's like, oh okay, hey wedge, oh. Well, it was. I think that's it because it never felt like it was never. It never built off the nostalgia. Like there was nostalgia bait in in Last Jedi, obviously, um, as there was in the Force Awakens. But like the Force Awakens was basically establishing it's okay. We're safe to make this franchise. 
Like it's it's we've made we've made a remake of New Hope. It's fine. We're showing you that it's not going to be the prequels. And the Last Jedi was like a twist on a twist on everything and tried to make it a little bit more interesting. And I think did really well. And though it brought back old characters, it did so in a new way that made you look at them in a different a different perspective. Like because we saw Yoda in the prequels being like the Jedi Order is great. We saw broken Yoda who'd been out in the woods for fucking like thirty years, and then we got to see Ghost Yoda who's had time to reflect on how the Jedi kind of fucked up. Yeah, um, the Jedi kind of like are responsible for a lot of bullshit and like that was really cool but also super nostalgic because it was Yoda and it was puppet Yoda as well not weird CGI Yoda but then everything that tried to do it in this just didn't have that magic and it's it's a it's an impossible to quantify thing and maybe and maybe it did for other people and I'm super glad if you had that I because like that is really cool to still have something from your childhood that you're not an adult and cynical about um <laughs> but yeah I just was about this one because of just everything about it it's just uh, uh. So overall, not a <laughs> massive fan. Just going to ignore it. But whatever yeah. you do, don't make it your life's work to talk about this one movie being bad. Bitch about it on a podcast for like an hour and then be done. Mm-hmm. It's Move fine. On. Move, Move on. Because otherwise that's not really a problem with the movie. It's a problem within you. Yeah. And that's something you need to address. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which normally you wouldn't have to specify, but with the Star Wars fandom... You have to specify. Don't harass anyone, because this movie's bad. Jesus fuck, no one should have to tell you this. It's like, yeah, I don't like J.J. Abrams as a director, but like, he honestly, he could be like... my if, if we met organically, he could be like my best friend ever, but I just don't like his work. Doesn't mean I'm going to go and threaten him. Mm. Which apparently some people have to be told. No one listening to this, because you know. No, no, I mean no one who's listened to this much of this. No, especially. No. especially. Yeah. If you made it <laughs> Hello, this far, everyone here is lovely. Yeah. If you made it this far, God bless you. If you made it this far without basically threatening to murder one of us, like legitimately, then good on you. <laughs> this is way too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I really so we, need so to go up. eat because I've literally had a muesli bar and a pot of like watermelon for breakfast, and oh, that's yeah. all I've eaten today. And I, I just woke up before this, and that was my day. Oh. Well, I need to go off and meet my clone anyway, so... Okay. <laughs> oh, it won't suck itself. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, good, good point. So, um, as, as Matt goes off to have his own attack of the clones... Um, <laughs> oh, but it's sexy, so it's mm, fine. We're, we're going to go off and, and not have sex with our clones, presumably. No. Um, I'm going to go have sex with a burrito. Okay. That sounds amazing. Thank you. I think we're all a little fried after talking about that for that. <laughs> I'm long. just yeah. like I've, I'm exhausted and sick, so like my brain ain't working anyways. Um, so so uh, goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much oh. for sticking with it, and we hope that some part of that was, if not, if <laughs> Something. not, uh, we hope it was satisfying. Like if you were, or if you didn't like the movie, that that helped like validate that. But also, if you did like it, then it helped you understand why some people don't. Um, I guess. Fuck it. Goodbye, everybody. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Bye-bye. <laughs> don't forget to stay hydrated and be kind to yourself. And remember that we love you. We love you. Hmm. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.